Hello, and welcome to the All Things Narrative Podcast, where we explore the relationships between the stories we love and the stories we live. I'm your host, Derek Hatch, and let's get started. Let's go. This is it, the final episode of 2022. This is it, and I can't think of a better way to spend it than to have you guys all here with me tonight. Right before Thanksgiving. Right before Thanksgiving, we're recording this. This is gonna come out right before Christmas time. Oh yeah. So wherever you're at, Merry (laughs) Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever's going on. I'm just so thankful that you're here celebrating. Maybe you're on vacation right now or just taking a break from everything. And we're Thank just you gonna... for listening to our sweet, sweet voices while you're on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad that Joe's one of the voices you have to hear. This is All jo- Things Narrative Podcast. You got a good, you got a good radio voice. Oh, though, thank Joe. you. I gotta say, you got nice, oh, nice no. deep tones there. Should I do my interview right now? <laughs> <laughs> we we got so we got so you guys have probably heard recognized their voices. We've got Joseph and Jason here. But we have another JJ. Jay joining us as well. Oh. Hey. We've got Jacob. Hi, I'm Jacob. Um, nice to meet y'all. To the Triple J's <laughs> here. Triple J so this will be fun because Joe and Jason have been joining us for these various Why We Love episodes. So um, we've got Jacob here who hasn't been in any of them or even heard any of them. So it's cool because um, as we kind of reflect back on the year, you know, feel free to chime in and give your thoughts as well on if you have any strong opinions on this. So, but yeah, this is, but this is going to be fun guys. Um, I'm excited that we're all here. We all got our bourbon, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. um, no, we are, oh yeah, no. we are good Sorry, to Jacob. go. <laughs> Three out of the four. We need, we need a, a, a variable in there. Yeah. A variable, right? <laughs> I'm the offset, I guess. I'm the control group, really. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) All right, so what we're going to kind of do is just kind of keep this low-key, casual, informal, not as organized as what we're used to. We don't have a specific uh, film um, series that we're looking at. But maybe, you know, we could start just by kind of reflecting on this year, right? Mm-hmm. On some of the episodes that we have recorded. So the first time that we got together, um, we did Why We Love uh, the Batman, right? Mm-hmm. That was right as the Bat- new Batman movie yep. was coming yeah. out. And, that um, was this year, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And that is, that is actually still to this day our most popular Why We Love episode. Oh, really? Done. Yes. That is the uh, third. I think Batman. I think it's the third <laughs> highest uh, charted episode. Uh, in the whole podcast, and it's the easily the highest of the why we loves. So people really like that one, yeah, and you know it was like a it was a strong start. So um, yeah, you know any any thoughts like any has anything changed at all? Like your views on anything there? Anything that you felt like you didn't get to say in that episode or with the Batman? Hmm, yeah, with the the Batman. Like, did you guys go and rewatch the new Batman movie since we recorded that? I actually did watch it with Dave Darling. Okay, Dave yeah. Family. He really, really loved it. He wanted. Out. I know. He said it was the the movie, he, the Batman movie he's been mm-hmm. waiting for. Mm-hmm. How was it for you? Like, hold it. Did it hold up well the next time you saw it? It did. I think that would actually that was the the third time that I had seen it. I believe it was either the third or the second. I've uh-huh. seen it a lot of times, but really just getting a better handle on the story and understanding of the politics that were taking place, and it was pretty scary. I think I may have said this already. But just how real this could be. And yeah. the scariest part was all the support for the Riddler in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh, this is exactly how it'd go. So people would right. die and everyone yeah. would be like, yeah, good. Ah, yeah. 
that's exactly how it should be. And that's really scary. Yeah. yeah. But I really have appreciated all the memes that came out of it. Uh-huh. There's a whole bunch of video stuff <laughs> oh, yeah. now where, like, people are like, um, if you were to throw, like, garbage out in Gotham, and then just Batman, like, coming down a slide, stop right there. Yeah. Like, see, yeah, come here. Let me let me get you. It's yeah. funny. I love the the new Batman stuff. Um, but I would say I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't rewatched it. Um, but in hindsight, seeing the movies that have come after it, yeah. I'm like, the the Batman is easily one of the top movies of, the of year? this year. Yes. Oh, definitely. Of this year. Just oh, easily. Like quality wise, um, yeah. story wise. Yeah. All, all of it Casting. is, yes. All of it is so much better than the, than the stuff that has been put out this year. It's yeah, I agree. It holds up really well this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I watched it another time as well since we recorded, um, I did feel the drag a little more the second time okay. when we got to like when the Riddler gets arrested mm-hmm. and then we still have like another hour. Four, yeah, yeah. I did feel that the second time. I'm kind of like another 40 minutes at least, you know, because really? remember that's when they have all the, the, the bombs go uh-huh. off and the Batman the saves and, people. Yeah. Oh, but I like that. I like it too, but when you do feel, you, just feel it. you feel it a yeah. little more the second when you're at home just kind of chilling, you're yeah. just kinda like, wow, this movie is really long. Um not to be the but, dud, but I have not seen this movie yet. Oh, you haven't seen oh, the Batman. Oh, yeah, no, it's definitely Wait, worth watching. I spend the next three minutes telling you why. I'm highly interested <laughs> in doing so by all means. Have like, you seen any other Batman movies? Yeah, like all of them except you, for that one. Do you have like a favorite? Uh I want to say I can't. Remember, uh, the Dark Knight, I think. Yeah. The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because he just all that universally stuff and all that. That was just cool. Like, I think, I, and I've been. I was just a big kung fu movie type of guy, so like yeah. all that stuff was like cool. To me. So you'd like Kill Bill? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 wait, yeah, wait, yeah. we'll get there. We'll oh, get okay, there. You're right. We'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Well, Tarantino. the Batman, <laughs> the the recent one. It's more of a detective style movie. It really dives into the detective nature of Batman. He's solving clues that are left behind from the Riddler. I don't want to spoil too much else, but (laughs) the the picture, the scenes are beautiful. Yeah, cinematography is just well. It explores more the human nature of the Batman and Bruce Wayne himself, and the trauma that he's gone gone through, and what diving into vengeance looks like, and how it affects a community. Mm how an image is i guess taken on by others that, that admire it and it's never mm-hmm. always the effect that you intend to have yeah so, and and uh good. yeah yeah it no it's really definitely good, good. it's inscription by the way it's a very human movie yes. it, it's yeah. interesting because even though a lot of the movies weren't good this year i can see a common theme for most of this uh most of the movies that have come out this year like thinking of dc marvel and those mm-hmm. type of stuff yeah, is yeah. grief like thinking yeah, of dealing with yeah, grief, I Batman, um, what's it called? Thor, Love and Thunder, how he dealt with grief, even right. though it was a terrible movie. <laughs> it, still, it still had that aspect in it. The new Black Panther movie deals with grief. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. I feel, well, oh, we'll talk about Marvel. Yeah, okay, we'll yeah, 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 listen, we'll I'm, I'm hopping around everywhere, all right? This it's all is, good. We're off the script. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Dangerous I'm already world, trying to right? systematize this episode. <laughs> well, I think something, we'll something, something, yeah. something sad, something sad, though, I got to bring up to you guys is did you guys all hear that Kevin Conroy yep. died? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> he's one of the, one of the people that played Batman. He is like, for me, he's always been, he's always been the Batman. He's voiced Batman for how many years? Yeah. He's been voiced Batman as long as I've I've been alive. Because he did the games as well. He did all the Arkham games. games. 
He did the animated series. Yep. He did several films. That's so wild. Um, I grew up yeah. on the animated series. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he it's him. It's that Batman. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. I know. Right. He Fair. he is my Batman. <laughs> yeah, it hits you, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it you know, it hits hard. Moment of silence for that guy. Yeah, hang on. Right. Moment of silence. Moment of silence like for Kevin Conroy. It would be like if it's Mark always Jason it's always interrupting Jason. a moment of silence, bro. Oh, you said moment of silence. Yeah. Yeah. for Kevin Conroy. Gosh, for moment the, of silence. The legend. We can do it now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's done. It's done. It's over. You ruined it. There was a very small moment. <laughs> it happened. And, you know, we didn't get to talk a lot in the um, the Batman episode about a lot of the, the direct-to-video adaptations. I remember mm. when we watched The Long Halloween, when yeah. you came over and watched that, right? Yeah. That was that and the Dark Knight Returns. Yes, uh, are are my top ones. But I actually think now that I've thought about it, I actually think I might like the Long Halloween a smidge more. Okay, um, just because I think I like the story more. Yeah, um, I would but, still say I would still say that um, the Dark Knight Returns is probably still one of my favorite. Yeah, which uh, Jason, I still don't think you've seen that one, right? That's the that's the one where he fights Superman and he's yeah. old, old man Batman. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do like need to, to we do need to watch that Batman with you. That one, right? No, no, that is that's Batman v Lo- Superman, but it's based a lot off Dark Knight Returns, oh, okay. off that story. Batman v Superman is based off of some of it is based off the Dark Knight Returns so comic and animated movie. It's like yeah. a worse yeah. version of Batman v yeah, Superman. Oh no, sorry, Batman v Superman is like a worse version of the Dark Knight Returns. It's like a lesser, yeah, a step, a step poor down. man's version of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Walmart discount. Oh, I don't <laughs> know that far. <laughs> Savings rack, right, I'm not gonna lie. I do love me Ross. some Batman v Superman. I plan on watching that movie. We need to get Nick. We need to get uh, Nick to watch. It I love us. that. So he movie. can. So I he can hear our commentary mm-hmm. and just like he put me through the Last Jedi, we we can transition <laughs> to that actually. Wait so. a minute, you didn't like that? Oh, let's oh, go oh, into it. Transition, no. transit, perfect transition. He really is standing Nick up for is Nick here. Now. Yeah, Nick, Nick is here in spirit. Nick is here in spirit. Let's transition over. Why to, we love Star Wars? Yeah, right? why so we love it? That's the next it. one that we did. That's when Nick started coming on and doing episodes with us. Uh huh. That I think is one of the best episodes of we've ever done of the yeah, podcast in general. Um, just because I think uh, the conversation about Last Jedi. Alone was oh my gosh i mean i'm not gonna say i'm like a super fan but by all means like that man like, all right so like yeah let's get go. into it i love it yes get, get up to Wait, the mic get up to the I just mic gotta, i'm trying to remember a lot because I mean, it's been a minute since i've seen it but like <laughs> there we go i just love the, the visuals and stuff like the classic cutscene kind of stuff that you get from like every star wars film all that kind of stuff i like this the, the the camera work all that kind of stuff like everything about it seems Genuine. It's genuine mm-hmm. to the original artifact. Like it's cool how they how they managed to put it together. It's a higher definition. Maybe some people complain about the characters or whatever. Fine, whatever. It's I mean like dude, it's whatever. Amazing. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Now there's a statement right there. Whatever. I told you I'm not a super fan. I'm just, you know, I dig it for what it is. You know, it's not like I'm not like into the world of it or whatever, but more of just like this is a good piece of film. Like mm. it's just a good film. And they did it repeatedly. There was, I don't think there, well, all right, Jar Jar Binks, that guy could have, you know, not been in there. Everybody else, though. Everybody Jar Jar else Binks was the, was the Sith Lord, though. He was uh, the main Sith Lord. Yeah. Of course. I'll be honest. No, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, no, he like, wasn't. What? I, I remember the, him being like a That was like a, a fan dodo. theory for yeah. people. For yeah. People. yeah. That would be the best twist That would have been better than what we got with Rise of Skywalker. Right? I have an embarrassing thing to admit. I watched a little bit of the first episode. Phantom Menace? Yeah. And... Jar Jar Binks did something, and I 
You laugh? I can't believe it. Oh, you gotta leave. I'm turning into a boomer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's good hanging out with Dave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. He's, I can hear him say, oh, that Jar Jar guy, I kind of like him. I kind of like that funny. Jar Jar. <laughs> he was, yeah, I, I could see him say that. So I I was forced to uh, to rewatch Last Jedi forced. with these guys. Forced. Then the Force was not awakened as I was watching it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I will say, like, Nick in the... Okay, the, as we're watching the movie, I'm just kind of like, yeah, all my problems still stand. Mm. In the middle of the movie, Nick seemed to notice this, and he pulled out an article that he made me read as we were watching it about Nick how there's this whole meta, like, commentary thing going on within Last Jedi. Yeah. And I said, I don't know if this is intentional or not, but... If it is, then I will move the uh, the movie half a star uh, up. Yeah. Because I was like... I think I remember you saying that too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was like, I can acknowledge that this is better put together than The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I, mean, I still don't... I still don't like it. <laughs> but, like, I told Nick, like, I'll put it a half a ding higher and that's the <laughs> highest I think I can make it go. Cause I and 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 Nick is still Nick still he still can't stand that I have Attack of the Clones higher, on, <laughs> but I don't care. Honestly, if all the cancel bite stuff wasn't in it, um, and if it's Finn, painful, yeah, and if Finn actually painful. died, I think I think I would absolutely love the movie. I wish Finn was a cooler character. Me, he I wish been Finn a cool, was a character. That was the mo- he's <laughs> the most wasted character wasted. in that entire trilogy. Yeah. Oh. And he was so cool. This is He's an ex stormtrooper. Yeah. A black ex stormtrooper. You he had it all right the there. Yeah. Yes. He actually fought against Kylo he Ren. He fought against Kylo Ren and lived, bro. That is that is so dope. And then like what's it called? And then he, apparently he may be force sensitive, but they shoehorned that in in the rise of um Skywalker just like they yeah. shoot in shoot horn in Palpatine. So, yeah. <laughs> Somehow Palpatine, Somehow Palpatine returned. returned. <laughs> Somehow another oh. movie was made. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Star Wars movie? Uh, honestly, at the off the top of my head, I can't even remember the titles. So, like, I'd have to Google it. Oh, say what happens. Give All me right, a second. Go for it. Google start. it. While, while he's doing that... Um, we didn't really get to talk about um, any of the shows. Yeah, that's true. I think we need to take a few minutes for and this talk one. about Obi Wan because that's get, pretty much the show we're talking did about. Did we ever oh talk about gosh. the Mandalorian? No, that no, we didn't. Good, uh, so, so Mandalorian, Obi Wan, and Andor. Honestly, I, I love, I love Andor, but really? we can, we can wait. I we haven't can wait seen Andor, but I hear oh, good things. I, I hear good love things Andor, about it. But we can get to that one after. But. So, what do we do? We want to get Obi Wan out of the way first. Just no, we get Mandalorian out of the way. Mandalorian's great. Boba Fett sucked. We could just all. Boba Fett sucks. Mandalorian is. But the, the little bit I've seen, I don't need to watch it. Everything I wanted in in Boba Fett, I already got. Yeah, I got yes. Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, and Boba here's Fett the interesting showing thing. Showing up in the Mandalorian, that's fine. That's I don't how need I feel. Any more of him. Yeah. That's how I feel about Mandalorian as a whole. Like I don't need a third season. I yeah. feel very could complete with the story it told. Yeah. Oh, they're so, not. They're gonna give another season. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming out next of year. What? Well, I mean, Baby Yoda's back. He oh, so in the Book of Mandalorian, they had not the Book of Mandalorian because it pretty much the Book of Boba Fett turned into a Book of Mandalorian. In the Book of Boba Fett, like there is literally two episodes dedicated to only met the Mandalorian getting Baby Yoda back. Yeah, exactly. So they so Grogu is back with yes. That kind of spoiled it for me. 
I, I, I know. I'm sorry about that. But I'm pretty sure I, they're not going to show that in the show, which is so weird yeah. that they would take something that is a um, point, a plot point from a different show and put it into another show and be like, you have to watch this to yeah. understand what's going to happen for the next season. That, have it's you called, not been it's called, for the whole? Go ahead. It's called transmedia. It's like really the new thing right now where basically you have to have one piece of media in order to fully understand Marvel piece. did it, that. It was, Marvel it, ruined... It, Disney, I'm not going to lie. Disney. No, it's, it was before Disney because Marvel was doing this before Disney bought them. Uh, yes, Marvel but, has, has kind of ruined... I will say Disney is making sure that this... It stayed, that formula that, stays, yes. yeah. For, for, yeah. I don't know. Marvel did it, but it wasn't to such. It, Marvel did it, but it wasn't to such a huge degree. Mm-hmm. But you need to see four different shows to understand. And two movies. That's how Marvel is now, though. Yeah, that that's is. how it so is that's now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Now, before it was there's like it's in a series. Yeah. So you see the next one. You see the other one, but it goes to the next one. It's not all this stuff at one time. Yeah, right. It's not this overload of media. Like Doctor, like I, I remember when they were saying in the beginning of Phase Four, they were saying like, "Hey, with these shows, you're not going to need to watch the shows to understand the movies." But that completely that's changed. not true. You have to, not like with true. Wandavision and Doctor Strange, uh, Doctor Strange Two, you have to watch Wandavision to understand right. the significance of why she is about. Yeah. She's literally ready to kill a child to get her children back. Right. Which is, again, well, I get well, it. But and like, I think the first two seasons of Mandalorian stand fine on their own. Mm-hmm. And I don't need anything else with it. Yeah. The Mandalorian is not like the greatest. Like, I wasn't one of the people saying, like, this is the greatest thing ever to come out of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But I love, you know, the Mandalorian character's good. Grogu's it so good. Fresh. It's shot nice. It's yeah. got, it, you know, um, cliched at times, yeah. but and dragged a little bit. It's a, but, but, it's a good, but it's good. You I know, even enjoy like, the filler episodes of yeah, it. Like it's, it's, fu- it's totally, there's definitely some filler, yeah. but it's fine. Obi-Wan, on the other hand, though. Oh, we're getting there already? Yeah. Bro, I, okay, so. I hate. We had a text group going the whole time during Obi-Wan. Yes. We all suffered through this together. Yes. I hate Obi-Wan it. was one of the <laughs> biggest disappointments definitely. I've experienced in years yeah. in television. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was bad. It's like Obi Wan is so clearly a movie. Yep. That mm-hmm. was padded out to be this, you Lunch. know, extended thing, and you could see a movie in there. It, you and could it was, see a decent movie is hiding in that show. And the only reason why we liked it was unironically, just because of the stuff that was happening in the show, like the Grand Inquisitor when he came back to life, and he's, oh yes, and you and you will be where we left you <laughs> in the <Lakata>. gutter. <laughs> oh Joe. Had to be the cold world, no blanket. In the, second, <laughs> in the second episode, I said out loud to Nick and whoever else was there, if they kill this guy, I'm walking out of the house. <laughs> and they just kind of like smiled and looked at me. And I saw where this was going, and I'm thinking, please, no, please, no. And then she stabs him. I went, oh. Yeah, they don't this, want a good villain in this show, yeah. do they? And I, they like, want Reva. I walk out so bad, but when he came back. I knew what he was going to say, and it was the greatest thing. It's ever. sad that the highlight of the Obi-Wan show is not even Obi-Wan. Nope. It is a throwaway line from a from an am, animated character. Not throwaway. From, yeah. it was, you're right. It wasn't a throwaway. Keep it was a forever. perfect, yeah, it's a perfect line. Distract level. <laughs> he, he, oh, my gosh. Even the angle that they shot it out that was at a slant, and it's just yeah. like both looking down at her. <laughs> oh. I said the line with him. I knew what he was going to say in the gut. Oh. So let's, okay, so if we're doing this, let's say the good things about Obi-Wan before we get into the all of the rest of it. Like Vader was, Vader was, was 
handled well. Yes. I feel like in Obi Wan, kind Brutal. of at times. At the ending, at times. the the final episode with Obi Wan and Darth Vader fighting with each other, and then his mask is split, and then you're. See, I think talking. that's cool. I think it was the it was lit so terribly though. But I think that's what made it great because it was lit so terribly. It's like you can barely see him, but it's like mm-hmm. when you do. It's like, oh man, he is burnt, messed up in this metal tube, this metal prison, yeah. and he's just like his I, mind is just gone. I think, I think I just have an association with Star Wars with high quality cinematography, mm. and I really just feel like, like I know the CGI has been bad, but even when the CGI has been bad, at least the sets have been nice, like mm-hmm. really nice set design because they film on location. Uh huh. Um, you know, um, they if you go look up where they film all these Star Wars, it'll blow you away how globe trotting it is. Really? You know? Okay. Where they go, but Obi Wan is probably the ugliest Star Wars thing I've probably ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like the whole the show as a whole was just ugly. Yeah, and it'd be different um, if they try to include that and like make that why or make it included in the show. Like this this world is dirty because of how the Empire has um ruled over Tatooine and these planets it's, but it's just, just dirty. Oh the first word that comes to mind with Obi-Wan is sloppy. The cinematography mm. is sloppy, the editing and the pacing of the show is sloppy. The storytelling is sloppy, the acting is sloppy. Yeah. Um, you don't like the chase scenes? It's so it's so redundant. Well, and the fact you're going to try to tell me, you're going to try to tell me that my boy Obi-Wan is going to leave Luke, abandon Luke in the desert to go run around on this little space mission. Um, it's Leia. Yeah, but they they established in re- canon. It's canon. This comes down to canon here. You established in Revenge of the Sith, and it ties in with A New Hope mm-hmm. that they everybody's got their responsibilities. They know what we got to yeah. do. And Obi, first of all, Obi Wan's gonna let this Jedi die, and just period, like no repercussions, no grief, no reflection. Yeah. Oh, so that's true. And that's already like which yeah. Jedi. Remember when that Jedi came in the beginning? It was like Obi Wan, bro. Like I know that's you. Can you come help me? And Obi Wan's oh. like, bro, just forget the religion, and then, just dip. And Don't then try they to do execute nothing. that guy. And then like they're just Obi Wan just doesn't care. I mean, it it lines up with Luke Skywalker. Ooh, damn! Ouch. Ooh, Ouch! He came for Luke. Well, see, see, he came for Luke. This, this, I, knew, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> This is my He's turning point in his right sh- here. He's turning in his chair, ladies this and gentlemen. This is my point right here. You see, they will break down these characters even if it messes with what we know about them, mm. right? Like, this, there are so many things in this Obi-Wan show that go against everything that Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan has been established in the prequels and the trilogy. Just to get a hell right? there. Just to, you know, like, <laughs> oh, really it, it, it drives. Yeah, they really it, did. They did the hello there. <laughs> yeah, they they did they did hello. And it's weird because it's like Obi-Wan just he ends the show right back where he started. Mm-hmm. There's no like He's just talking to Force Qui-Gon, which honestly, I think that should have been the whole show. The whole show is him talking to Qui-Gon and it being like a trauma piece of yes, how he's dealing of how you. he's dealing with what happened. I his, agree. Leaving his best friend to die, his entire religion getting burned up into flames. Um him being on the run, him taking this responsibility. Mm. I totally agree. But no, they went on a side quest to go help Leia uh get kidnapped twice in the same show. <laughs> yeah. Um to him for him to fight Darth Vader twice and still win both times. It's like why what's the point of him fighting Darth Vader? Darth Vader is supposed to be this this imposing threat where it's like if Darth Vader comes, 
Darth Vader slaughtering everyone in this room. Darth, Darth Vader <laughs> letting Reva live makes no, no sense, sense to me. That's yeah. what I mean by I don't know how well he was ha- like. Yeah. Like there were moments with Darth Vader that were cool. And I think Hayden Christensen did a good job, you mm-hmm. know, with the acting. Oh, yes. And he really, you know, like the flashback yeah. scenes and the scene with the, the fight. Like, I think there's some good things going on there. Um, I, I, I wouldn't believe that Darth Vader would let her. Oh, no. Most of them. He probably would have split her in half with the force. Because that's the type of person Darth Vader is. He's just merciless. I mean, he already has given her mercy. Yeah, he let her live. Because earlier in the show, I liked that it showed that he gave her mercy. Because again, this kind of shows that there's still hope and there's still light in him, right? Yeah. But then after that second, you know, after I was like, okay, no, this is this is pushing it. Straight up snapped the kid's neck. Straight up snapped the kid's neck. He should have snapped Reva's neck. Well, and you know, I've told you guys before that this is a show that. I have authority based on people who I've talked to mm-hmm. um, to say that this is a show that a lot of writing was interfered with, you know? Yeah. Um, like a lot of things were changed. I have no doubt that Reva was supposed to be killed. Mm. Um, and that whole garbage in the last episode of yeah. her going after Luke and all that was all added later, yeah. you know? So it's like. I do like that the, um, I forget their names, but the aunt, uh, Luke's aunt and uncle, like they were ready, they were strapped. Like, they were his, strapped. like his auntie was like, <laughs> they weren't strapped when they got taken out by. Yeah, the and that's something too. Is like, bro, all that, these things don't make sense. I'm telling you, a whole Sith, a whole sense. Sith came in there, like, bro, we're about to, we are going to shoot the mess out of her. <laughs> we're going to go on the high ground. Obi Obi Wan is the probably tied with something from Marvel as the most disappointing thing of the cool. year for me. Mm. Um, easily. What were you going to say, Jace? Yeah. No, it's just a question about what happened to him. I can ask ask you guys later. This is, this is the time we were talking about the podcast. Oh, you were talking about the no, show. No, I meant I thought that his aunt and uncle were killed by Stormtroopers. Tuscan Raiders. No, no, oh, no. no. It wasn't Tuscan Raiders. It was the Empire. Oh, that means when they, yeah, when they were looking for, for Luke or the droids or something like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Did you figure out what your favorite Star Wars movie is? Uh, no, honest, honestly, no, not really. Like, <laughs> just. Not Jar Jar. That's really the only there thing. There you go. As long as it doesn't have Jar Jar in it. Him. Or it's like Revenge of the Sith where they meet him. They just make him a background prop. Right? Yep. Yeah. I don't remember which which one was he like some sort of a royal guy for a hot minute. And then like he was Episode not there two. anymore. Attack you know, of the Clones. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, like all that point in time. I guess Attack of the Clones is probably the worst one then. Really? Well, he did serve an important piece because he was I don't care manipulated, <laughs> manipulated by Palpatine to give him more power. Bro, he gave oh, all man. the power to Palpatine. All the power. He's he trapped. Smart. Yeah. If you follow the the political line from one to two to three, mm-hmm. it's got a really cool overarching it political does. line. It does. And that's honestly why I love Andor because Andor shows the political side of things and just it's... It's low key with everything, it, but it's also like, I don't want to say it feels like Star Wars, but it has those elements where it's like, if this wasn't a Star Wars show, this would still be a really, really great show. And that, yeah. And I, I haven't watched Andor. I'm, I'm not ready to give Star Wars my time again. Oh, man. But, but I'm, glad, it, I'm yeah. glad it's good. I'm, I've been hearing good things about it, and I'm glad it's good. And it's weird because this is a character that's going to be dying anyways in Rogue One. Right. But it's still, yeah, the whole Rogue yeah, One is, Rogue. The, is one of the best Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. to be yep. completely yep. honest. Um, but you still feel for, for him. You still, like, in this journey with Andor, you're you're filling with the characters. There's no character in that, is in that the show. Is the droid in it? 
No, KTSL, he's not it. He's going to be later, and I have a theory. And I have a theory about how he gets it. Okay, but um, watch that now. But no, but even like the new droid that they have, a little the little box emo droid. Box emo. He 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 gets my feels all the time. Oh my gosh, he's it's 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 a really good show. Oh, is he pathetic? Not pathetic, (laughs) but he's just he has a little stutter to him because he's older and he's kind of broken down, and he's just like. Oh man, I can't with Jason. But oh, yeah, man. I I'm really enjoying Andor. Um, how do you, uh, just to open the a can of worms a little bit? Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel? So they kind of tested this out with the Obi One show, um, where the the Darth Vader voice, you know, oh, they, they have not James actually, Earl Jones AI now. Yeah, so he sold oh. the rights to his voice um, to wow. Disney, so time. that way, right, right. So how do you feel that? In future appearances of Darth Vader, um, it will be all AI. I don't think there need to be future appearances of Darth Vader. No, there will be. I I think the Acolyte, right? I think in the Acolyte, they want to bring him in. I didn't even know that they were making another show. Oh, they've got like 10 shows coming. It's never going to stop. I mean, I know it's never going to stop, but I didn't even know that show was coming. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They've got a a whole lineup coming. I'm I'm pretty sure Darth Vader is going to be in a couple of these shows, too. Uh, Um, I'm... I'm cool with I'm cool with the the voice in that sense, but when they start bringing back dead characters, that's where I'm like, this is kind of unethical and unmoral. Where we're bringing like with immoral. Tar- immoral. Thank you, sir. God bless mm-hmm. your ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like with uh, Tarkin, um, bringing him back as a CGI oh, character. Yeah. Well, uh, having I, a real actor there, cool. but yeah. making yeah. But but, but um, even with like this isn't Star Wars, but um, with Ghostbusters, the guy who was the fourth Ghostbuster, the scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He passed away. Um, and they brought him back in CGI in the right. new Ghostbusters movie, and I'm kind of like, that's. That's I don't know how I feel about that. You're well, they bringing, did it with Tupac too, so you gotta. That's you know. true. They did yeah. do it with Tupac. <laughs> but it's just like you're making you're making money off of these dead characters, yeah, and you're not like foul. I know when well, that it's foul. Well, yeah, that's foul. that's foul. why they're trying to get these actors to sign it over. That's so what you're sign your soul. Yeah, like. that's really what it <laughs> so is. There, sign there your actually soul is a movie. There's a movie the called appearance. The Congress that came out like almost ten years ago that actually deals with that subject Library of a Congress? of a of a no. It's about like a, an actor who you know they want to she's getting older so mm-hmm. she can't she's not getting cast for much films anymore and so they say if you sign away your likeness then we'll so keep weird. you young forever Dude. and it actually explores that ethically about how like it's all about like it's cool. that's yeah. pretty easy it's not ethical it's weird right imagine right. them doing that with stan lee putting him into movies well, with so just that's, like his. Th- that's actually a debate right now that's happening oh. because marvel um was trying to do i believe marvel was trying to do that and the Stanley estate is trying to shut it down. Good, um, yeah. But but yeah, but, but the compromise. Here's the compromise. They did come to a compromise though, stand and the compromise is that they can use Stan Lee. They could still use Stan Lee um, using old sound bites from things he said and animate him, but they cannot AI create anything new for Stan Lee to say. So if Stan Lee said something like, hey, true believers, in like 1983 or whatever, they can use that and animate him. Yep, that's so, 
I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? Like That's ethically, the, just let people be dead, right? Like, <laughs> just let people be dead. Well, more lines. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I think as I think as a society, we have a hard time dealing with that. Yeah. And this shows, like, yeah. we can't just let something be dead. Yeah. Or we have to. Well, yeah. Or complete. We have to find a way to keep eternal life. Mm-hmm. You know? as, as you were saying, you guys were talking about how uh, there's a lot of grief in film nowadays. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like that's, that's their rebuttal to all of that. Like, Oh, see, we can handle grief. We just animate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just keep the person here forever. But even in Thor, they, they can't handle grief because they have to put agree. comedy, in comedy everything. and everything. They, yep. to, they can't even commit to a full, fully dedicated grief. Mm-hmm. Grief is an Ooh. awkward moment for people. Like, yeah. It's vulnerability. You well, hold, well, you can hold on on a moment on an actor when they're going through that pain. Mm-hmm. That relates to you a whole lot more than it being like, okay, a sad little comment. They're like, oh, joke time. Hoo, 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 hoo. Because that's not, that's not real. Mm-hmm. Sitting in that grief, sitting in that moment, Man, sitting pi- in that pain. Yeah. Man, Pixar's made films that deal better with grief than these latest MCU yeah, films. Yeah, Inside Out. Up I mean, mm-hmm. you better oh. be careful because is that a, is that a transition into Pixar? No, it's a transition <laughs> into Marvel. I think, but but with Marvel, so we didn't we we specifically talked about the Infinity Saga when mm-hmm. we did that two part our episode. Yeah, but we didn't get to talk about phase anything four. with Phase Four yeah. shows or films. Phase Four sucks. Phase four. The multiverse saga is not doing it for you, Joe. I'm glad Iron Man died because he, because <laughs> he, gl- no, he doesn't have to deal with it. Iron no, Man bro, in this phase. bro. If they if they kept Iron Man, they would have been making him twerk and stuff like that, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> this, like if it helps, there was a cutscene at the end of the thing. It wasn't an actual part of the series. <laughs> just yeah. throwing it out there. It was in, it was Robert Downey Jr. literally just being in the in his trailer twerking. But it's just <laughs> oh like gosh. it's literally just like. You do, you don't feel like it was. You don't feel like the universe was worth saving after <laughs> with this Ouch. with this phase phase four stuff. It's like Yikes. they're making jokes off of what happened and like the like with the snap and things. The like way that. they're undercutting, yeah, it. like Everything, that scene yes. in Loki where it's like, oh, we got all these Infinity Stones here. I can, I'm, I'm kind of cool with no, that. I'm, I'm kind of cool with the Loki stuff because the Loki thing is like this is outside. Of the space and time. It's, it's when Yes, but when you're inside the universe and you have a Baskin Robbins ice cream yeah, parlor. Yeah, that's another one. Like yeah. that, but it's based off the Infinity Gauntlet. That's like having an ice cream shop based off of 9-11. Yeah. I mean, the, like, the thing is, we do it animated. So, I mean, like, I don't know if it goes that serious, but like, but like yeah, in, I get what you're saying. But like, if you're taking <laughs> the context of that universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like this, this moment where half the, half the life yeah. in the universe was blinked out. And now we're yeah. selling, we're, we're now we're selling ice cream. ice cream with the infinity gauntlet in it. Like, come get some, remember yeah, when just, you all got dusted? <laughs> I'm just going through the Georgia Guidestones, you know, he's just crawling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say. That's very reflective of our culture. Even with yeah, the tragedies that happen on a big scale, <laughs> no one says anything, but look at the comment sections, look at yeah. the youth, look right. at everything. Yeah, no one true. has any sense of what's holy or what's sacred. That's yeah. true. What can we make fun of? What can we lampoon? What can we twist? Yeah, nothing just mm-hmm. for a joke. Yeah. So that would have totally happened. It's ironic because yeah, here's the yeah. big irony about phase four is phase four is this mixed bag of that, right? Mm. So like you guys all know how I feel about Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness because yep. that's my other biggest disappointment next to Obi-Wan, right? Yep. Um, see what all the phase four stuff is. And, uh, and, you know, that scene in Doctor Strange 2 where they're in the, um, the Illuminati mm-hmm. and we're going to bring back 
Patrick Stewart's Professor X, Just which is like next snap. a very <laughs> sacred role in comic book film, right? And just snap casually yeah. just kind of take him out, right? Like it's they it's so back. they mm-hmm. brought him back for like a few minutes to kill him again, just to kill him oh, wow. by someone mm-hmm. that is by far less him powerful than him. That's that's disrespect, bro. It's oh, the scene will infuriate you. It is so <laughs> disrespectful. Get him started about it. I'm like, all right, I don't want to. I'm gonna get mad at everybody. Honestly, it's well, not. It's these are childhood things for me. Well, well and here's point, the thing, like, right? No, so right? here's the thing is like, there's this like lack of reverency for just a lot mm-hmm. of things that you see in Phase Four, right? Um, like don't even get me started on Daredevil's character and She-Hulk. Um, <laughs> just how they threw that character under, you know, like trying to. He literally I mean, took a walk of shame after sleeping with She-Hulk in that show. Well, just the fact that even like uh, <laughs> that, that was a correct, <laughs> correct. Yeah, just even. Oh, let me see this. Yeah, this is a list of Phase Four. Movies. There's yeah, some of that but, stuff that they didn't. But, but actually then put here's out, the other yeah. thing. But here's the other weird thing about Phase Four. Then we get No Way Home in Phase Four. We get Shang Chi in Phase Four. Shang Chi is a. Well, I love Shang Chi. Well, I love Shang Chi. Well, and No Way Good. Home is incredibly reverent of what came before it. Yeah. When you think of the the Raimi and the Web films. Yeah. Even like you could have dogged on those films, and you could have done Tom Holland's the best Spider Man and things yeah, like and, that. And yeah. I admit there is one. There is one line where they do that. With the where they're Peter like, one. Where they're no no no. Where they say um. Where's the real Peter Parker? Uh, I'm like, I see what you're doing, Feige. I know what you're trying to say here, you know. Yeah. But when does he say that? I think Ned they say it, it when they have to go when they're the two other Spider-Man are there and they have to go find Tom's. Mm-hmm. But um but overall, the movie is incredibly reverent mm-hmm. and it stands out for me in phase four as kind of like it's sad because like if they want to do this whole like fan bait kind of thing, fan sort, right? Yeah. At least do it like No Way Home. Yeah. Where there was a degree of reverency. Don't even get me started on freaking Ralph Boner and WandaVision. Like, you bring back my boy, Quicksilver. You bring him, you show him at the door. And we we get all hype. I clapped in my living room. Like, let's go. They're bringing the best of the Foxman, X-Men characters. I was like, whoa, wait, like, are they really doing this? I was this? like, they're doing this. And it's like, oh, what's his real name? Ralph Boulder? Yeah. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, but, and, and I know, I, I, I honestly don't believe that. Like, I think they will reveal that these Fox characters are really, you know, especially yeah. with Hugh Jackman coming back for Deadpool 3 and uh, stuff. And I'm, but I'm but, terrified uh, of that. What are they going to yeah, do with him? Uh, yeah, like, what are they going to do with, like, Hugh Jackman? Pants him and give him a wedgie. What's the thing? Is it going to be no way? Is it going to be? <laughs> Is it going to be no, a No Way Home situation? I can see that. I can see like Deadpool doing that to him. Just, ah, ooh, got you over sorry, here. What is, were you saying? Is it going to be a No Way Home situation with Deadpool 3? Or is it going to be a Doctor Strange 2 or WandaVision situation? You know, like that's the thing is I, I, I have a lot of faith in Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. But now he's under the mouse. It's completely different. He is under different. the mouse. But I, I, I feel like the reason why Deadpool 3 has taken so long to get off the ground is because there's probably been a lot of creative clash. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that they've worked it out. I'm pretty sure it's going to be rated R. I'm pretty sure it's going to be released <laughs> as a really 20th hey. Century Fox, right? Yeah, so like that'd be... I, I have to hope that Hugh Jackman, who's a really good actor, is going to hopefully sign on knowing well, like, 
that it's gonna. I mean, but be like good. with these movies now, they tell you like, oh, we're gonna be doing this, this, and this, and then they switch it up in mid-production when mm-hmm. you get when they're already in the contract and already filming stuff. Well, that's because they're they. From what I hear, is that they these movies are made in the editing room. They're not. It's made- like with Blade. Like you get yeah, the whole blade situation. Oh my god, we were supposed because, to have blade in this phase, and we right. were not having blade. Well, because we're well, gonna redo that. Oh, say that. Oh, sorry, both sorry. you guys. Asked. They're gonna redo blade. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's taken so long to get off the ground because of creative differences. Yeah. I will. Because oh, um, sorry. One more thing. So like Marvel, it's not really a place for writers. Yeah. You know, like because if if you write something, it's gonna have to go under Feige. But um, who knows how much they change mm-hmm. on set with filming and in the editing room. I have no doubt that they've probably filmed multiple versions of things and cut it all together in the editing room. And that's when they figure out what story they're telling Man. after they've already, right? Uh, um, it's gross. So, <laughs> well, and, and well, this thing you keep hearing is like, you have actors that don't even like Ken, Benedict Cumberbatch was yeah. like, I don't know um, how this movie's gonna. Like, I don't even know, know my character. Gonna, yeah, I don't know my character. Yeah, I don't know how it's gonna yeah. go. Like that's the kind of stuff that makes you nervous. Yeah. It's like, yeah. where's the vision? Yeah. Where's the the director? Oh, the vision turned into a white suit and then flew off, and we've never seen him since. Oh, I'm sure yeah. he'll be mm-hmm. back. <laughs> well, that's another issue with Phase Four too. I didn't mean to cut you off, Jason. That's another issue. Is just. Uh, Nothing ever seems connected. Not even permanent. connected. Like permanent. Like Vision's death in Infinity War should matter. Yeah. But it doesn't. He's well, back. I mean, like considering how the comic books always went, like I, remember, I grew up reading like the Avengers and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So like seeing how that worked where people would kind of dip out into a different, like a different comic book for a while and then they show back up into another mm-hmm. part there and then they yeah. dip off. And so like having them dip out into a different movie mm-hmm. or whatever and then come back into another one and you know kind of slip in between different places through the cracks and whatever like that seems reasonable considering the way that that thing actually was written in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean like it could be as far as the vision is concerned it could be trying to get it as close it, to how it, that stuff literally played out. I, books, I understand you know? it in comic books but I think in cinema it's different yeah. because I think I think film it's just a different medium. You don't get as much of it as you do get. You get comics like every week, every month, right? Yeah. yeah. Cinema, you only get like a a film. You know, you get a few films a year. I mean, well, they're trying to and, fit. Oh, I know, month. right? They're trying to do everything um, in a year. But on top of that, there's so many other stories they could tell. Why do they need to bring a dead character back? Yeah. That you part know, like. because yeah. there's so many. There's so many stories we haven't even gotten silver surfer in the mcu know. yet you know mm-hmm. so it's like there's so many things they haven't done well jason what were you sorry yeah jason sorry i know you you there, had something there were a few thoughts i had so with deadpool 3 uh-huh we look at deadpool 2 and we see that it could go either two ways they had cable which cable they, was phenomenal he was awesome they did really cool with him juggernaut was awesome yeah and at the end of the day they still shoved an electric cable up, up his butt, butt. yeah so, and i was pretty upset I'm yeah like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> For, yeah but so my thing with wolverine is i'm nervous because it can go one of two ways yeah, yeah it and can there's a lot of character assassination mm-hmm. there's a lot of oh you like this thing well we're gonna twist it so that you don't like this thing, but it's definitely better for you. That's something that Taika Watiti or whatever mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. said 
and there's that touch kind of going on is that yeah. anything can be reanimated, uh, necromanced, twisted mm. how we want it, and it's going to sell. And that's why there's a sense of we're going to keep things going forever because, like, well, there's money behind yeah. it. People love this thing. And so mm -hmm. they go, oh, they you love this thing? We're going to sell it to you forever for as long and, as people want to buy it. That's why... They have Darth Vader still. That's well, why they're right. bringing Wolverine back. That's why they cannot let these things die is because it's, they don't want to. Let the past it's, die. Take a shot. Take a shot. Yeah, well, right. Oh, we don't even have any more. It always goes back to, to Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, Jeez. yeah, no, I, I definitely think that's what's going on. And it sucks because when you look at like trends in films over time, you know, like, there's certain things that have their time, their mm -hmm. moment in the spotlight, right? Mm -hmm. So if I could take you all the way through like, you know, a hundred years of film, you know, like the 30, like 20s and 30s, it was like a lot of those monster films, you know, mm -hmm. um, like the, the Frankenstein, yeah, Dracula. Oh, I love great. the blog. Yeah, like it was that, all that type of stuff, right? Little the Shop Fly, the, man. Yeah. yeah. Little Shop of Horrors, yes. Well, that, that, that came right the body snatches. Well, yes. Oh, oh the body man. snatches was... In the... In, <laughs> These were this, this is peak cinema. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the forty in the 40s, it was a lot of um, like historical period dramas. You know, like your your Casablanca, Citizen Kane, Gone with the Wind. Um, in the the fifties, you get a lot of the um, the the biblical epics. You mm -hmm. know, your Ben Hur, your Ten Commandments. You know, stuff like that. Sixties, mm -hmm. the Western really peaks. Yep. Seventies, um, you get the filmmaker. Seventies is an odd decade for film. A lot of people consider that the best decade in film. Okay, um, because it's considered the the auteur or the director driven um, decade, mm -hmm. where that's where all pretty much most of the best directors are either they were in that era or they're inspired by that era. Mm -hmm. But it was diverse. Seventies is probably the most diverse era of film um, mm -hmm. that's ever existed. You know, when you think of what came out every year in theaters, mm -hmm. 80s, it was definitely like the sci-fi boom. Yep. Like everyone was trying to make the next big sci-fi, the next Star Wars, yeah. right? You know, you had your Blade Runners, your Back to the Futures, e yeah, your E.T. E yeah. In the 90s, it was definitely comedies that were the big thing. Yeah, Romantic mm. comedy, slapstick comedies, mm. you know, your Jim Carrey's, Chris your Adam Farley. Sandler's, yeah. <laughs> so your SNL, you know. Yeah. In the 2000s, it was definitely the fantasy um the the fantasy and young adult peak right Lord of the rings, so you had your twilight. lord of the rings twilight harry potter yeah. narnia? every narnia, narnia everybody yeah. was trying to do was trying to right right the yeah. generation of book nerds can make movies now <laughs> right right exactly <laughs> and then the 2010s i think is definitely going to go down as the decade of the superhero film mm -hmm. like undoubtedly yeah um yeah. so it's interesting though because all of if you look at all these trends they try to keep pushing beyond their times. So and then they can't, yeah. And you see, even though there might be things that are still popular, like right now, superhero films are still popular and they're still pretty high on the box office, but the returns are diminishing. Yep. The reviews and the praise is not as high as it used to be. Yeah. And the thing I've noticed is even the buzz is not as high. Yeah. Like when I first started working with, you know, um, at you, with you guys at Urban Youth, mm -hmm. Kids could not shut so, up yeah. about the next, you know, like uh, the next Marvel thing that was, or yep. the hype was so big in youth culture. Yeah. Now a lot of them honestly don't. they talk more about anime than they do with the actual uh, Marvel yeah, stuff. I think, yeah, yeah, I think I think anime yeah. is the next big thing yeah. for young people. Oh, yeah, it's been you a big thing. It's been a big thing. Yeah, since the nineties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Like with, with, with the Dragon right. Ball era. I, I think it's definitely having a resurgence. Though. Yeah. They you need know? to bring back Kung Fu movies. That's Kung Fu Panda? Kung there's Fu. a fourth one coming out. I know there's real, a fourth one coming out. Oh yeah. man, yeah. Skadoosh. Real kung fu movies like like like, uh, like that. End of the Dragon <laughs> and stuff like that. Like those, mm-hmm. like the the all that cool kung fu movie stuff. Like mm-hmm. the, Rush Hour. All that. No no no. <laughs> He's on Rush the Hour can kung. fall into the kung fu. This is gonna. <laughs> the uh, the guys that are like the um, Chow Young Fat and like yeah. all those different guys mm-hmm. like but even further back than that I can't even remember half their names but like just those yeah. old real like gritty kung fu movies yeah so they just yeah. do some wild stuff and like they're throwing blades at people's faces and stuff and like you, you they're real graphic and like dramatic but then it's like the, the the scenes are insane yeah like the choreography and those things were just top-notch stuff they were real yeah. stuntmen over and over and over again jackie chan's team actually was like the top dogs for generations mm-hmm. like they were phenomenal and he was always you know he was running things essentially yeah. for a long time right bruce lee's team same mm-hmm. deal like they were just running it, stuff it's tough to say what the so biggest <laughs> biggest thing is going to be for this decade i think right now what i'm seeing if i could predict i think the thing and i don't even know what words how to categorize it but i think the big thing i'm seeing right now is kind of like the postmodern social commentary film so like mm-hmm. if you think get out yeah or everything uh, everywhere like yeah. it's these movies that yes. are very like they're very yeah, of us, our yeah. time they're very of our time right now they're very critical of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a bit of nihilism, yeah. I would even say in it, you know. Um, but that's kind of what a lot of the the things like every year when when I see like what's the biggest movie, the, that's it's a lot of that type of stuff I'm seeing that's mm-hmm. getting really even Nope, like with uh, I haven't seen Nope, so but yeah, would you say that falls under that? It it pretty much talks about when you're just consumed by um not social media but just like the media in general, like uh the media and the film industry sucks you up, sucks up all the good things and spits out everything else. Mm-hmm. So just tuck you in, spit it out. Just like what they're doing with everything else, milking everything like Star Wars, right, Marvel, right. every all these uh, different properties that they just can't let die and they'll just keep consuming. Wow. I'm digging the, the, the obscure historical films. The ones that they're like, they're digging into facts that are like, people don't really know this one. We need to bring this forward. Mm. Yeah. You know, like that stuff. Is Do you have like an forward. example of that? Uh, 12 Years a Slave. It was a book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it yeah. turned into a whole, like, that was such a phenomenal piece of work. Like, yeah. That whole film, it was very emotional, very deep. Like, they were they were real straightforward with it. They didn't try to milk it or anything like that. They were just, here's a story. Here's what yeah. really happened in those days. Like, how are you good with that or not? Like, <laughs> I always you know, do. Yeah, a, yeah no, I, I definitely appreciate those. Those kind of stories too. Mm. I'm even thinking and of 1917. I, I haven't, I haven't been able to, seen 1917. I haven't been able to see it fully oh, too, but that's one of those things I do want to watch. It's such a good yeah. movie, dude. It oh. is okay. And the way, so the way that they shot that actually, I ended up looking into like the 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 uh, extras and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I dig all that. And uh, so this, the way they shot that was they did a continual scene from the beginning to the end. It was a oh. continual shoot. So like when they would when they would pause it it was um it was just to like set up for the next scene yeah and they would start at the end of the last scene and just and keep then going into a whole wow. new scene a whole new situation and it was just straight through you're just running with the guy as he's going through oh I like that it's I can't so I, cool. I gotta yeah, check that one yeah. out so I'm not cool. like a big war movie person but there's a few like when they do it well mm-hmm. you know Private Ryan yeah. See, I'm not a big Private Ryan guy. Really? Oh. I, I think technically... Get out. Kind of, <laughs> Boo this man. Yeah, I know. I'm 
You haven't seen it? Boo both of you. It's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think it's Have you seen Midway? Any of you seen Midway? Yes. I have. I really liked Midway. Midway is great. Oh. Oh. Midway had me on the edge of my seat. Dunkirk sucked. I haven't seen Dunkirk. I didn't like that. Okay, we like can throw it. that away then. I thought they could have done better with that. We don't got to like watch they, that one. It felt like it was lacking. Yeah. It was lacking pulse, really. Like mm-hmm. it just felt like it was a lot of waiting. And then when something finally did happen, it was pretty short lived. And like, I mean, the story in and of itself, sure, I understand. Historically speaking, yeah, not all history is like boom, pow, whatever. But yeah, that was just one of those like, okay, that was a cool rescue mission, all that jazz. <laughs> I dig it. Like, I'm, I appreciate the fact it happened in real life. But as a film, it just didn't. Didn't catch. It didn't yeah. move me. What's no. the one with um Andrew Garfield in it? Hacksaw Ridge. Yes. Oh, yeah. Cry every time. Cry every time with that one. Hacksaw yeah. Ridge is yeah, that's that an is example of like a story, right? Yeah. Getting a, yeah. a very you know unfamiliar story maybe to a lot of people. Yeah. That is that is a trend I'm seeing in film, and I do appreciate that yeah, is a good I trend. I, mm-hmm. I'm seeing that. I I really do like that we're trying to find these stories and kind of bring them to light. Yeah. You know, like Silence is one we've seen, Joe. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even though those oh. are fictional characters, it's telling about the real situation Realism. of these Catholic ministries, missionaries coming to Japan. And Yeah, that was, and, a, that was a hitter on the drive home because I'm just like... Yeah, you're just sitting yeah, there I'm just, like... I'm oh. sitting 40 minutes drive home just like, dude, this movie hit me. This movie hits. <laughs> yeah, I think Silence is... Uh, oh, it's a top tier movie for me. Like, like not easily a top tier. Andrew Garfield, Adam Driver, and Liam mm-hmm. Neeson. Like, how oh, is that yeah. not a perfect That's a, yeah. That's yeah. a trifecta yeah. of, of, yeah. of a lead cast. And Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon's in there. <laughs> yeah. You got Qui-Gon, you got Spider-Man. Kylo Ren, and yeah. Spider-Man in a movie. <laughs> you know it's going to be good. But then you have Martin Scorsese directing it, oh, who's also okay. one of the okay. great filmmakers of yeah. all time, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. how can you not go wrong? Yeah. And It doesn't. It doesn't. No, it's it's easily one of the best films I've ever seen. Um, it's top tier filmmaking. Mm. Um, and say this thing: is, is that Silence you're talking about? Silence, silence. Yes. Okay. Not of the lambs. Not of the lambs. No. <laughs> Although also another phenomenal film. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually never seen Silence of the Lambs. It's so Same. Good. Oh. Man, these are these are some top tier films we're talking about. Like these are things. Well, I feel like we're kind of venturing into like just talking about great films. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I, it's weird because when we were talking about war films. It's hard to like classify this as a warm film, but it kind of is. But like one of the films that like I just have so I don't even want to say I have fun watching it, but it kind of <laughs> is is Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a movie you could say is fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a weird film to say that. It's just fun. killing Nazis. Well, it's like Django, <laughs> Django and Chains is kind of like yeah. it's, it's a less serious take on a really serious thing. But yeah, like, the way they do it is it just theatrical. It's like an alter. It's an alternate history of yeah. how um I, the the war in Germany was. I yeah. Well, it's it's historical fiction. Yeah. But I also see like what Tarantino's trying to. There's a lot he's trying to say in that film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think most of it lands. Yeah. I think there's a couple ethical things in there that I'm a little like. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah, there's, there's scalping Nazis. Well, yeah, the, 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 the whole idea that we're going to beat the Nazis by resorting to their methods is kind of. Uh, it kind of rubs me. The, yeah. Like we're gonna mm. we're gonna recruit Jews and get them to it's act like, like Nazis. Kitsies, yeah, to, uh, that to me has always rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, but I know that's not like a huge part of the movie. Yeah, I. But there is a lot of stuff he's saying that's really interesting. You know. Yeah. Um, in that film that you don't get in a lot of other films, like 
Tarantino loves his revenge. Mm-hmm. He loves a, a good, good revenge, revenge story. Tale. Yeah. But what make yeah. what I think sets this part film apart from any other of his films is when I w- is the fact that um, the the Jewish girl I forget her name the Shoshana Shoshana Ooh, yeah oh, dang um, that's, I remember that she <laughs> she is she is so <laughs> she is so blinded by her mission for like so laser focused on it yeah. that she cannot see the um you know with the actor guy with yeah. Daniel Bruhl's character you know with his character like he she cannot see. Oh yeah, that like he actually like cares for her and stuff like that. Well, yeah, yeah, like he he she can't believe it. Yeah, and it's because of that that he eventually kills her. Yeah, you mm. know, which is like part of the part of the tragedy of that. Yeah, is that she, you know, and I think that's an interesting commentary on revenge, mm-hmm. you know, and what it can do to you. Yeah, it, it can it can almost it can make you so laser focused in one thing that you're not able to see you're blind to everything your, else. your blind spot yeah. i thought that was such a cool concept and yeah. i mean that opening scene in the movie oh yeah that's it's, super it's intense. easily i think in my top five favorite opening scenes of all time he said, Let me, can i get some milk <laughs> yeah. like my heart was racing in yeah. the theater watching mm. that opening like yes. what is going to happen so slow. yeah so- but so well like executed. Mm-hmm. And I love, that's, see, that's the type of stuff I love when things are slow and they just it's pause on glasses. moments. Yep, on face, uh, people's facial expressions and well, just he, that emotion he gets of it to all. Do, he gets to do, in the, my favorite section of Django is the middle of Django where Django. he's kind of doing Django. that similar pacing yeah. where they're all just having a conversation. Yep. You know, and then Calvin Candy picks up on something uh-huh. and... And that's, that's when, when it, and that's when things, yeah, that's when things pick up. And yeah. That's, yeah. Well, and in, and Glorious does it twice too because they do the whole scene in the basement with Michael Fassbender and all them. Oh yeah. Well. Oh, that's one of my favorite scenes um, too. The caught him because he did the the three with these oh, yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of the three with this. That, oh, yeah. So, I never knew so why that good. caught him. Uh, why that told him off until I realized the Germans did that in three. I'm like, oh, dang, bro. And it's that little. It's just that subtle thing. It's like, bro. You told on everybody, man. <laughs> so if Inglorious is my favorite Tarantino, yours is Django. Definitely right? Django. Definitely. Hands down Django. Yeah. Love that. Jamie Foxx brings it. Yes, he does. He brings I, it. Everybody I, brings it yeah, in that. Uh-huh. I like seeing Christoph Waltz in a in a hero role. Yep. You know, I, Samuel Jackson in it. Um, what's it called? What's uh Titanic? Leon, Leonardo what Leonardo it? DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DiCaprio love, is my favorite character yeah. to watch. I love him in that film. role. Yeah, I love him in that role because not only is he just like this. Like you would like him if he wasn't a slave owner. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Like okay, this is a nice dude, but he literally sent dogs after somebody to rip them yeah. to rip that slave yeah. apart. Who yeah. like everybody? Ding. Everybody in that film is really, uh, and I think like Inglorious Django, those are like I think some of the, like the strongest performances in yeah. any Tarantino. That's film. the new. That's the, that's gonna yeah, be the new Django movie. And Reservoir Dogs, like those both were like classic. Mm-hmm. Reservoir Dogs was just crazy. I've that never seen that one. Film. I haven't seen that Reservoir one either. Dogs. Yeah, once it moves along, it, it just it it picks. That's right his up. first film too. It gets pretty violent. It's it's definitely a, a good movie. Dog Day Afternoon. I don't remember if that was his or not. That's not him. No. Oh, okay. Similar uh, similar kind of stuff though, where it's just like just fast paced crazy stuff happening there. But, mm-hmm. He really yeah. he's really Tarantino just rips it. Up he really has a style, and I think yeah. people appreciate when you come to a film. And you might not know what to expect, but you kind of do what to know know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You know, like watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm mm-hmm. like, 
Eventually, there's going to be something crazy happening in this really long movie that drags. Or even, um, what's it, it called? And then it did, and yeah. you're like, okay. You what's know? the story Um, with when it's a group of them in there in that cabin? Hateful um, Eight. Yes, Hateful Eight. Yeah. That's, I would say that's one of my second like favorites. Yeah, Hateful Eight Hateful is a great Eight, one. That's it. Well, that one takes its time, too. Yes. It really takes its time to get mm-hmm. going and and develop that. When he creates great antagonists, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, um, what's his name in, in Glorious? Han? Is it Hans? The, yeah, the, yeah. The Jew, you know, the... The, the bear Jew, Jew or whatever? The, no, no, no. No, no, the, not the bear Jew. The, the Jew hunter or the something. The Jew hunter. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 Nazi, he, the one in the he beginning. Mean, he is he is one of the, the best antagonists in film. Like, you know, like, Tarantino does create really good protagonists and antagonists yeah that you know did you have a favorite tarantino movie jason i never really watched too many of them i think you'd have to name them off for me to really pick one the only one i can mm. automatically mm. recall is pulp fiction mm-hmm. which i did like um, yeah that one was up and down just oh very calm very casual but, oh my goodness gracious yeah <laughs> Samuel, Samuel Jackson does Samuel he just Jackson. does Tarantino just like Samuel Jackson in his movies? Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. just one of those classic uh, actors that that gets to hop in on his roles. He's just I think they're friends. I don't. Like, he's in pretty. Because he will say it. No, he's not in. He's not in Kill Bill, but he's in pretty much everything. Yeah, else. he's not. Because even in Glorious, he's not in it, but he's doing. I think he's doing the narrations, right? Is Isn't he? he? Doesn't he do like the random narrations in that movie? Like when they pop I have in? to re-listen to it, but I thought it was him. It wouldn't which, put it past movie? me. Inglorious Bastards. I thought he was uh, doing those random narrations that pop in the movie a couple times, but yeah, I gotta think. Of, I gotta rewatch that one. It's been a little while. Yeah, I heard he has a TV show coming out. What's what's Samuel Jackson going to no, be no, doing? No, 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 no. Oh, uh, Tarantino. I'm gonna say, what is Samuel Jackson going to do <laughs> besides cussing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tarantino made a like an eight. Uh, episode miniseries that's coming out next year apparently really i wonder i have no oh, idea what it's gonna uh, be about or anything i heard that he was almost gonna make like a, a star, star wars trek, star, trek. Oh, star trek star trek show. Yeah. yeah he was supposed to make a star trek imagine a star doing trek this. Movie. yeah i'd watch that i'm not a big star trek fan but i'm but not like, either but i would style watch of it, it. yeah You know, you know, it's interesting because um, there were a lot of uh, film series that we haven't talked about in the show, right? Uh-huh. Um, you know, we've talked about Disney and Pixar. We've talked about Spider-Man, X-Men. We've, I did some episodes that you guys weren't here for where we did uh, <gasps> Lord of the Rings and Narnia, Harry Potter, Ooh. and Studio Ghibli. But there's actually like some more that we haven't even covered yet. So I actually went and reviewed the list again of like these highest, um, these top uh, film franchises. Here, I want to read to you guys some of the ones we missed. Okay. And see what your thoughts are on them, okay? Go through the so, list first. So, um, like go through the whole list? Of the stuff <laughs> we missed? Well, if, if we talk about each the one. The whole as, list. If we talk about well, each one as it goes, then we'll probably never get to it. I, actually, I'm sorry. Well, I just, I just want to, I mean, some of them we might not even have, any, you might not even have anything to say on at all. Um, I need to talk about two hours with the Shrek franchise. So. <laughs> oh, never mind. Shrek, 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 Shrek was on forgot. the list. Um, Shrek's on the list? <laughs> of highest grossing film franchises? Oh, yeah. The first one was good. Um, the rest of them, not so much. See, second, oh, no. second one. Oh. Shrek 2. Shrek 2, yeah. Shrek, Shrek 2. Is, I would say Shrek 2. Yeah. It's Puss in Boots. That's, that gets me. 
And then he has yeah. his own little spinoff movie. I love that spinoff movie. I actually movie. think Shrek 2 is funny. Yes. Dude, he was horrifying. I, yeah, Humpty Dumpty, Dumpty was, was like, such a weird... I want to throw up whenever I saw him. That guy was just... It, it, <laughs> honestly, it was the scenes where Humpty Dumpty is showing that he was involved with all the, all the plot points. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just throwing breadcrumbs on Puss in Boots and the birds just take him away. I'm like, this? <laughs> this is peak cinema right here. <laughs> oh that was like hoodwinked. Yeah. Yes, like little we yes. Okay. Oh my god! Well, so I got the list right here. I'll, right. I'll read it out, and Bet. then we can mention. You know, so Bet. number one is obviously the MCU, right? Mm. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, miss that. That's by far the highest grossing. Um, number two, we've also covered it's Star Wars. Um, number three, we've also covered it's Spider Man. Spider Man outside. Spider Man is a franchise. Yep. In itself. Okay. Yep. Um, Spider Man outside of the. The um, MCU. Well, I mean, the three Spider-Man MCU films count. They count as Spider-Man films, not as MCU films in the in the the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. so it's interesting. Um, number four, Harry Potter talked about that. Okay. Number five, we did not talk about, and that's because I actually have never seen a single film from this series. But that's going to change in 2023 because I'm going to finally do this series next year. What is it? Series? James Bond. Never seen oh. any of them. Never seen any of them. Never seen it. Maybe I'm we could do a couple saying. together. I, I, I'm not interested. Not in interested? Derek, yeah. I'll watch them with you. You'll watch them you with me? Yeah, people. Come on. So you people. Come on. Okay, so, hey, so help us out here. So I'm thinking about watching the the classic first Dr. No to start with that. Is that a fair place to start? Absolutely start at the beginning. But I mean, okay. like, as you go, you'll notice that it just gets more and more interesting. Now, a lot of people have an issue when it comes to like, uh, what it, like Quantum Solace and like the newer ones with the Daniel uh, Craig, with, yeah, Daniel yeah. Craig version. I personally think he's a really great um, Bond, but I think the to me now this is probably not the 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 thing for everybody. Whatever, yeah. I like Pierce Brosnan's uh, Bond best. Oh, interesting. And I know Golden he's, he's and, uh, a little more Tom underrated. I liked him, and yeah. in, in those ones, yeah, he was one of those ones that's like. People go back and forth on him, but like I don't know, he had Golden Eye. That was that was the I'm, the Bond. I'm definitely yeah, I'm definitely interested, especially because um, so I was listening to a Spotify playlist of all the James Bond songs, and I was just like, these songs are bangers. Yes. Like these are like yes. this is like some of the best. Like because all the songs are written for the movies, mm-hmm. so they're written very specifically for Which, the tone and yeah. the theme and the lyrics, right? And the vibe, and I'm just like, listen, each song has like a, there's like a connective tissue, but there's a different vibe in every no one, song. Yes. Mm. And I knew a lot of the songs. Like, I was like, oh, oh I know really? that song. Okay. Like, like Diamonds Are Forever. Like, I know that song. And um, what's the the Carly Simon, the, the Nobody Does It Better, like from Spy Who Loved Me. I was like, I know these songs. And I'm like. Man, if these songs are as good, if the movies are as good as these the songs. songs are, I'm gonna have a good time. No, they're all very, very well done. It's, I mean, like some of them, it's just kind of like chintzy because it's the the, the era of film and whatever. But like the storyline is never lacking. I was like, well, maybe one or two of them, but like considering a, the massive amount of Bond films, you're doing fine. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna yeah. ask you that. So, would you need to watch like some, like, would you need to watch? the movies in order or anything like that to understand them. No, they're like, uh, kind of like Doctor Who where like the characters They can changes, be standalone. Yeah, like you can definitely just watch it as it is. But like, uh, as far as, because it's, it's always different villains, different mm-hmm. kind of plot line, even a different bond in most of them. So they're not like following any, the only ones that actually start following a, a legitimate pattern from what I remember. Are the Daniel Craig, yeah, right? Because that's, that's like the prequel I, to Bond in and of itself. Okay. Yeah. Because I want to watch, 
I do want to watch the one with Henry Cavill in it. That's the only one yeah. I kind of want to watch. Well, and I've, well, and I've heard, I've heard that like the Bond. What's interesting to watch about the Bond movies is they kind of reflect the style of cinema and storytelling yes. at the time, right? Mm. So the '60s ones feel very the time. The '70s one feel, and the Daniel Craig ones. I think there's more connective tissue because that's more audiences want more. They mm-hmm. want to see a lot more now. You know, okay. so it's like they. That's kind of a cool thing I want to see is I want to see them as kind of these commentaries on cinema and. And you know, so one day uh, next year, highly get recommend. To highly recommend. Um, the next one on the list um, is Batman. So we covered that. Batman. Um, then after that, Rachel um, is Fast and the Furious. Uh, Fast and Furious. I've never gotten into them. Like I, the, I I take it nobody here has either. So Daniela, Daniela and Michaela they, love. Oh yeah, they're all they about love it. That we'll move. give them Those a shout out, but yeah. we're gonna skip I it. I need to I need to be convinced past them just being like we're family, right? And now we're in space. A couple of them were good. Apparently they made it to space like the last one. They're not doing like car chases in space, are they? I feel like they're doing car chases in space. Oh my gosh, they jumped the shark. Makes sense to me. <laughs> like no, Sharknado. The first, the first like three of them are all right, but like yeah. Yeah, anything after that, you just yeah. throw them out. All right, here's an interesting one that we did not cover because though we talked about Batman, uh-huh. we did not talk about the DC universe. Really? Just in general. Did they we give didn't us talk much to talk about uh, the, oh. the ju- <laughs> Justice League. They gave us Justice League the four hour version. Yeah, the Snyder cut. Yeah, I don't know. I it was good, but that. it wasn't great. It was. I good. the Snyder. I have to rewatch it. I, I actually plan on rewatching it this break as well. Really? Yeah. See, I enjoy the Snyder cut. It's gonna be a little harder for me to enjoy it now with all the Ezra Miller stuff going on. Yeah, watching him as dog a man, he's a, he's a menace to society. Menace to society. He's, he's method acting as reverse Ezra flash. Miller. Yeah. Oh, you don't know anything about. Okay, Ezra. after this episode, we'll fill you in on it. Oh. It's a lot. All right. But that dude is. He's he's pretty much he is at the level of slapping babies type of super villain. Oh. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. There's a lot going on. <laughs> Sounds fun. Right? So, not actually slapping, but for the record, not slapping babies. That's not right. the fun part. <laughs> Got to put them on record. Jacob, Jacob enjoy slapping. <laughs> Hot press. But I mean, we got. So I mean, here's some of the the films we got. Right. So I mean, like if you go outside of the DC universe, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you've got like the original, like Christopher Reeve Superman, okay. which oh, it's yeah. good, good movie. Oh, I watched good, all the Superman. Good, yeah, oh, good. Really? Okay, that first it's Superman movie is good. You know, um, it's a good superhero movie. To One suck. of them sucked. I don't remember which it's one. The probably Quest for Peace. I remember I Superman number- Four being really bad. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, um, that was the one. But yeah, but you know, when you get to the DCU, you know, you've got everything from Man of Steel. You've got um. We d- we did talk about Batman v Superman. We did talk about Batman v yeah. Superman. You've got suicide. You've got two Suicide Squads. You got Suicide Squad and the Suicide, suicide Squad. Squad, and the the makes a big difference. Yeah, big difference. Because that movie is much better than regular Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, Suicide Squad is bottom tier comic book movie for mm-hmm. me. It is probably <laughs> the worst edited movie. Yeah. I might have ever seen in my life. Yeah. The what editing the is Hulk? atrocious. First Hulk. That was trash. I mean, Wait, like, Hulk. The first one. Oh, that's Marvel. I know it's Marvel. I'm just saying, as far as bad movies. Oh, like it's on that I level. Actually, yeah. I actually like the first Hulk. Yeah. Wait, Lou Ferrigno? Hulk? No, no, no um, after Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Um, with Abomination. Yes. Oh, I actually, I, I actually, yeah, I like that one. I actually met Lou Ferrigno um, at Comic Con. Nice. Um, <laughs> it was great until I asked to take a picture, and he said, "Sure, for fifty bucks." 
And then I said, it was nice to meet you. Should have been like, oh, time Have a laptop. good day. Yeah. Oh, just a picture with you is 50. Now just take a picture of you. Right? <laughs> right? Um, but here's some other ones. Um, Wonder Woman, which I really like Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, I like, like that Wonder first Woman. Wonder Woman movie quite a lot. Um, it's not perfect, but I definitely like it. Um, I mean, you've mentioned that the Joss, Joss Whedon's Justice League is like the bottom, like your worst superhero movie, right? Yeah, that and Rise of Skywalker are they're movies, They're sitting right down are, there at the bottom. Movies yeah. I wish I could unwatch. Unwatch. Yeah, like I want my I want my money and time back from watching those movies. <laughs> Dang. Like it's it's phenomenally trash like <laughs> and then comparing it to so, the new the new justice well the the snyder the cut. snyder yeah mm -hmm. it's no comparison yeah i went to go see some the movie that movie that justice league movie with somebody and they turned to me and them and they said well that was better than batman v superman oh that's and i was not, thinking what? that is a lie straight from the pits of hell what? honestly <laughs> you, it's like not only in the justice league movie that they try to make it light heart but they spent so much more money to one CGI Henry Henry Cavill's lip, and also <laughs> to go back and put jokes in the movie. They spent so much money to put jokes in the movie that were not even funny. No, for no. The original Justice League. Yeah, yeah. For the one I with uh, Josh Josh Whedon. Not I have to, we have to show one. Jason the opening scene with Superman's lip, and you would understand. So, and you will understand what this. You'll movie understand is exactly yeah. what's going on. Like it's so crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna pull here. it up for you. I was gonna say, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm you pull it up later for you. Here, I'll, I'll list out a few other ones. Um, okay. There's Aquaman, Shazam. Um, I didn't get, I, I didn't get to watch those ones. I wanted to watch those ones, but Shazam I didn't get to. Uh, Aquaman is very meh for me. I thought Shazam was a little better than Aquaman. Shazam was fun. Uh, yeah, that was a funny movie. That had me cracking up. Man. I want to yeah. watch the second one when it comes out. Yeah. That one looks good. Speaking of Shazam, you got Black Adam. You got... Um, oh, can we talk about Black Adam? No. Because No, no, because I agree with what you were saying about that moral dilemma um, with the movie and things like that. Oh, yeah. We had a text conversation about Yeah, when you were talking Black about... Adam? Yeah, when you, you were talking... You sent us a big, long rant after you I, saw yeah, it. Yeah, that movie didn't need to happen because it just puts a bad thoughts out into the world that everybody yep. loves. Dang. That's oh, bad, huh? he, it was yeah. this darker side that allowed him to be what we need. No. It's literally showing it's okay to murder people if it gets the job done. And it's weird. It, it's a very, so, very weird Well, this brings message. up an interesting conversation, right? So let me, let me play advocate, like a, you know, Devil's advocate. Play, yeah, for a second. So like, um, you know, I think I mentioned this in the text too, is like, so you've got something one like Deadpool, right? Who's also mm -hmm. kind of like this anti-hero murders people, right? How was Black Adam different? Like how was, like, if you could walk away from Deadpool and kind of be like, oh, this is okay. But walk away from Black Adam and not be okay. So what was the difference? The difference was you could tell that Deadpool's tone was, this is all a big joke. Mm -hmm. This is all not serious. This is super lampooned. Uh-huh. This is not to be taken seriously, and which plus, is still it's still dangerous to portray that at yeah. all. Uh -huh. um, that's but definitely even, not what I would have said three years ago. I'd be like, yeah, it's yeah, funny, but now I'm like I I question whether this stuff really truly is worth it. But there's that in Deadpool that it was super silly and portrayed as that. It's from from the marketing to the beginning to it actually showing very clear that this is comedic and not to be taken seriously. Black Adam. It was a movie that I felt did take itself seriously, mm -hmm. 
And that's why I thought it was very dangerous. Oh, like it was saying, yeah, Black Adam needed to be dark. He needed to be this. And like, like no. they literally like they literally have a kid following him around and is cheering Black Adam on when he's like electrocuting people into skeletons and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And just like happy and 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 mm-hmm. trying to follow Black Adam's lead and creating anarchy. And it's like, yeah, there's it's. It's not right that these people took over your land and is and is taking your resources and things like that. But it's making it seem like the only solution for problems like this is to is to not only murder, but to take things fully into your own hands and create a complete and anarchy system. Yeah. And then support someone that is complete being a well, complete it's, anarchy. It's always hard because like, you know, when you think about a film, it's like, okay, the protagonist this is the character I'm on a journey with. And so I need to kind of figure out what kind of film it is, right? So like a film like Joker is a mm-hmm. film that I, I I still don't think it's the greatest idea having Joker as your protagonist of a film. Yeah. But I understand that it's a tragedy and that's kind of the whole point of yeah. it, right? Is you're not supposed to be on the Joker's side by yeah. the end of the movie. But you understand. You're supposed to understand it, but you're not supposed to be there. So my... and. My question with Black Adam, because I haven't seen it, but like the reason why Venom is my least favorite comic book movie of all time is because you are taking an antagonist villain character and and instead of it being a tragedy, it's a triumph. Mm -hmm. You are supposed to think that letting this darker evil force presence into your life dictate you and control you, that that is a heroic good deed. That is why Venom is is absolute garbage and I think it's the worst. It is the antithesis of what a superhero is meant to be. Mm-hmm. And I want to know if Black Adam yep. is ha- takes that triumph. similar You're point of view. You're supposed to be there with him. Yeah. But he's not even likable either. He's not. He there's Not even the Rock, not even Dwayne Johnson can make him And you know and, and now I understand what it's you mean by it's literally the Rock. Cape. Yeah, it's, it's little Yeah. They didn't edit anything. They didn't give him any any pointy ears or, or hair. Or make him talk in an accent. It's just the rock with no humor except just dry the, humor. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. and he kills people. Yeah. I won't lie, the first the first entrance when he came back and like he's going through like that that military squad and, and just ripping tearing through people, I'm like, all right, I ain't gonna lie, this is kinda dope. I <laughs> I won't lie about this. But um yeah, it's if it if he learned something maybe the movie would be but there's there's no sense of like there's no sense of yeah that he learned anything yeah he he learned that he can do all this stuff for people instead of just for himself he he had hope but he didn't change any ways he's it's still uh you know focused his crush everything yeah yeah focused violence (laughs) yeah interesting he's more so i'm gonna murder and uh for the people instead of murdering because my son helped me or something like that mm-hmm. mm. so it's not personal revenge anymore it's just general revenge yes oh all right mm-hmm. yeah i don't really care <laughs> to see, i don't really yeah it's <laughs> a little batman i don't care to see it i'm really curious what dc's gonna do with james gunn now that he's gonna be the yeah the one over dc now Ooh. though they put him in charge and yeah. he's gonna craft a singular vision um so I'm very curious what he'll do with it. It's pretty late. You know? I know. I know. That's not I, as pretty late. Yeah, We're going back is, to phase is, one with the DC about, movies. You're about 10 years in, yeah. you know, to, to this DC Restarting thing, with and, phase one. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. But again, it's like it's, if DC lets 
someone like Matt Reeves makes things like the Batman, you know, and we might be in good hands. So we'll see. Yeah, I do want to just going to depend. Yeah, I do want to say within two minutes that the best part of Black Adam was uh-huh. Dr. Fate. Yes. Every scene, his yeah. voice, mm-hmm. is the that actual Pier- actor. Is that Pierce Brosnan who was playing him? I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. Older guy. Let me look. He was, he was great. His acting was good. I liked his character yep. and his stance. The effects were super cool. Yep. His style was super cool. He, yo, Ronnie and I were joking about the designer bathrobe he came out with. <laughs> no, high key though. He yo, came he out dripping. dripping. <laughs> But I think with him, the only thing was is that one of his main powers, and he did this in every scene, was that he just did multiples of himself. Yeah. He was just climbing on people. Like, that was in every fight scene that he was in. So, if you I watch mean, Naruto, all he does is a shadow clone. And that's why I don't watch Naruto. Des, ah. yeah, right. <laughs> but, no, the way they handled him was really cool, and he was the best character, and guess what? They killed him. So Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> yep. Pierce, so, Pierce, Bro- Pierce yeah. Brosnan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, James, one of the James Bonds. All right, next one is X Men. Oh, we've, he was one of the James. Oh, so X Men. We've talked about X Men. By the way, yeah. um, do you have a, a favorite um, Spider Man or X Men film? Since we had, didn't get to hear your perspective on those, uh, X Men, which I want to say like the the Wolverine, all any of the Wolverine films were so like Logan, good. the yeah, Wolverine, like all that stuff was so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Origins, um, <laughs> yes, Origins. No, he didn't I mean love Origins. Origins. He did not the, mean Origins. The yes, one that was. I didn't like was the one where Deadpool showed up and it See? wasn't Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. Origins. Origins. See? Origins. Thank you. Almost Thank got him. Yeah, I almost got him. I love Origins though. It's so dumb. <laughs> dumb it's is so a good, good. word. It's better than Venom. How did you feel about Logan? Uh, if I remember, that was where he was like going through Old like man war Logan. scenes and stuff. Like he was like a war. No, no, that, no, that's Origins as well. Oh, okay. Logan is when he was old, when he was old and he was dying, and then he ended up dying at the end. Uh, that was a lot for someone who may not have watched Logan. <laughs> you haven't seen Logan. I don't remember at this point. Oh, you would remember if you've seen. I mean, you would remember if you've seen. Logan. If he hasn't watched Logan yet, <laughs> no, no, people. He's had five years. Let me let me take my time. <laughs> To watch a movie with the experience that you got to have, I got a busy schedule. He may or may well, not have died. Jason, give it. You need <laughs> to get. Ahead. You need to get together with him and watch Logan. Oh, yeah. He yeah, hasn't seen it. it. That's five sixteen appropriate, right? No, but <laughs> you can make it five sixteen <laughs> no, appropriate. But, uh, we can, we can, we can, can find Christ. Bro, in it. our right. five sixteen. We watched all the X Men movies. Like, so, so Heroes. What, yeah. what about what about Spider Man? Do you have a favorite Spider Man film? Uh, I I used to like the Tobey Maguire one initially, but that's because it was like the only one there. And then the what was it? The next one, Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Andrew Garfield was eh, it was all right. I liked Tom Holland's stuff mostly. I thought he he played uh, he played the the attitude of Spider Man really well. Like the the one I remember from all the the animated series and stuff. Mm-hmm. I felt like he had like that the um, the jokey kind of playful attitude that went along with it whereas Andrew Garfield didn't quite have it he just he was just really? oh just see I think it. the opposite yeah. I think Garfield had it and Tom Holland I think Andrew Garfield had didn't all quite of have it, it. Yeah. I think he has it but I um I, I rewatched Garfield. No Way Home a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. does it still hold up oh my gosh yeah. it is like one of the most enjoyable movies like really like I'm so aware of the flaws. Like if somebody comes up to me and says, here's everything wrong with that movie. I yes. say, yes. And I don't care. That That's movie, Batman v Superman for that me. That movie is so much fun. Mm. And so like, it's like a, like on the enjoyment level, mm-hmm. it's just, it holds up for me. Yeah. Like I've seen it three times now. 
and it's like I still need to get on DVD. Yeah, well, you can't beat some of the scenes, like the, the wait, what is it, the Spider Sense scene with Green Goblin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Jamie the Fox last making it super tense. And yes. just like the last half. Oh, man. I, I think I'm convinced that the last half of No Way Home, the second half of the movie, is the best live action Spider Man movie. Ooh. The first Ooh. half is rough. There's a lot of it's a lot of writing issues mostly, mm-hmm. you know, story and writing. But the second half of the movie, I'm like, this is top. Where do you say Spider-Man. when the second half starts? When Doctor Strange gets locked in the in the <laughs> when the Marvel stuff when the MCU gets locked, gets in. locked away yeah. and it becomes a purely Sony Spider-Man film, yeah. it is the best of you know, like yeah. <laughs> like oh my gosh. But anyways, we've gushed enough about Spider-Man. You could go check out all two parts of that. Um, <laughs> all two wow. Parts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So Jurassic Park is next. Oh, yeah. man. we didn't talk about Jurassic Park at all. Jurassic Park, Dude, all the Jurassic um, Park movies, even the schlock. What about ones. Dominion? Did even you see Dominion? Dumb, yes, even, even the, the dumb, dumb, even the dumb ones. I dumb love. Minion. I love Dominion. I love I've, Dumb Minion. I've only ever seen the first Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, and that's it. I haven't seen any oh, other. Wow. The first, really? first World was solid. Yes, Lost first was so good. First trilogy is solid. Even Jurassic Park three with even the dinosaur Ju- that says Alan. Yes, because okay, okay, and you know it's funny enough. I was thinking about this because I was rewatching yeah. that movie. Wait, hold on. I don't even remember that. Part. So in uh, when they're in the plane and um, uh, Dr. Grant's having that dream and he walks up and uh, wakes up and the Velociraptor is like, oh, Alan. Yeah. And then he wakes <laughs> up. He's like, huh. So in the movie, he's trying to talk to a parrot and he's trying to get the parrot to say its name. Mm-hmm. Mostly dinosaurs come from, from birds. So in that dream, it's like when you have dreams and you're like doing stuff in real life, but your dream alter, alters it in a way. Yeah. He's going to go see some dinosaurs. Bird dinosaurs came from birds. He was trying to get the bird to say it. Listen, I was kind of try. I tried to kind of make make it connect, but um, that's where I took it from. Like, oh, he was trying to do that to the bird. The bird, yeah, blah blah blah. But, so in the dream, the Velociraptor says his name or out yeah. of it. No, no, in the dream. Oh, that's fine. That's yeah, funny. in the yeah, dream, it's like that's Alan. He's like, oh, oh. That's the only thing I know about <laughs> Jurassic Park three that's is reasonable. that scene. Oh, yeah. Jurassic Park three. If you've ever heard my ringtone, it's from that movie. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. So, when the Spinosaurus is coming, oh, man, funny. the Spinosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> so you know that part. There's a dude who gets eaten with an annoying ringtone. I've seen a lot of clips from okay. the okay. from those movies. It's yeah, good. but I've yeah. never watched the. You whole should part. definitely go through the yeah. Jurassic Park series as much as you should go through James Bond. Oh. Um, they're both equally really just solid for what they are. James Bond obviously has like that whole classic stream of like yeah. James freaking Bond. So but when Jurassic I Park when has, I was on the yep, Warner Brothers seven. lot. Um, they had a stand. There was like a like just a random like patch of like a grassy area with some trees, right? Mm-hmm. They said, "All right, stand over here." Okay. I and then they said, "Stand over here." And we walked like you know thirty feet or something. Yeah. And they said, "Congratulations, you've just walked the entire chase of Jurassic Park." <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I love that. Basically, so, like the car, the car chase scene. They basically just changed the set. And just oh, and yeah. that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you never would have guessed. You never would have guessed. Same thing when I when when I was there. They also they, they did something similar where they were like, "All right, look down on the ground. Do you see anything?" We're like, "No." They're like, "You're on the yellow brick road. Cool." <laughs> they said, "Now walk." We're at a sound stage. They yeah. said, "Okay, now walk over to this sound stage." You're done. All right, you've you've walked the entire yellow brick road. That reminds me. I remind <laughs> oh, you of SpongeBob man. when they get the powers, and SpongeBob is like, "You want to see me run to that mountain and back?" You want to see me do it? Do again. it again? Yeah. All right. So I am starting to like uh, 
Get my kids into SpongeBob. Oh, uh, do the it old. It is yes. so great going back and rewatching yes, the old those SpongeBob. first two seasons. Yes. It is like wine. Yes. Oh, it's those so beautiful. Those first two seasons and the movie, the first movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm having so much. I probably have more fun than the they kids had, rewatching. They, they had David Hasselhoff in the first movie. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. That is, that's funny. It went down after the movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I they had the Hoff. <laughs> his um, chest came off. <laughs> <laughs> To shoot a crown into the water, bro. That's so funny. Oh man. <laughs> um, next one here, next series is um, it's uh, Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth, Hobbit, all that stuff. Never watched. Uh, oh, wait. Joe, we gotta do that. Never those, watched. Man. They're so the, good. You've never seen the Lord of the Rings. Never seen any of the Rings. Bro, they're I've, so I've good. I've just seen them. I think last Potter. year. I, I never watched Potter. The third okay. one, but I fell in love with the first one, the second one. And then I've only seen half of the third. I really want. How to have you not finished the third one? It was at Nick's. I was about to miss curfew. I the third oh, one. Boo. I want to watch it all the way. With the third someone. one is my favorite. We were watching, and it is particularly the second half. We were watching it with Brandy and Josiah, but Josiah moved, and then oh, things just, got busy. So we turned the got king, to bro. It. It's shout I love out to it. Josiah, and I, bro. I've already That's seen the movie. end scene on the, on the pit the, of the only volcano the only fantasy movie to ever win Best Picture. Really? Really? Yep. Oh, I, I agree. It's it's an awesome, awesomely shot movie. I love the scenes. Every scene, I it's hard to admit, but every scene with like the evil and the monsters and the music, I love it. I go, oh yeah, oh, oh, here they come. The fact, you would love it. The fact that you're the fact that you're watching the um. Oh, why am I blanking on what they are? Sauron's army. What are, the, they, what are they? The orcs. The, orcs. orcs. the fact Orcai. that none of that is CGI. The, the, oh, really? Those are real people all dressed up See, in that's that. why I love old movies. Practical effects go well, so much Then better. watch it. Like, then watch but it. You know what I mean. But well, the older... When, but when the, you've got Andy Serkis doing the motion oh, yeah. capture yeah. for Gollum, like, that's oh, the yeah. thing is, like, when there is CGI, it looks better than yeah. the CGI nowadays. Yeah. But there's so little... Like, the trees are... The trees are motion capture as well, you know? So what's motion um, capture? Motion capture is where you have a real actor physically there... But and they're acting and doing all that, but they overlay. The yeah, they have the dots and they overlay it. So Thanos is motion capture. Okay. So Josh Brolin is really there doing those scenes. A CGI is when a character when nobody is there. And Jar Jar Binks, play. like that is like Well, no, because the guy was actually there with the hedge. Um I guess so that would be motion capture. He was at the guy was actually was it? there. Yeah, and he was uh, doing all the stunts and I'm stuff. But it's just not good. Yeah, it just wasn't yeah. good. Yeah. But yeah, CGI is usually if there's not, you know, mm-hmm. um, but like the dragons in the hobbits movies. Okay. There is yeah. some motion capture yeah. that I want to address in a series that's coming up. Yeah, I know. I'm getting, you know there. what I'm yeah, getting, I know I'm exactly getting, what, what you mean. I yeah. think I do too. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, next one is transformers. Oh yeah. Listen, yeah. I can get into transformers. Movies. I'm actually going to watch the third one. Um, dark of the moon. This nice. I'm going to watch a lot of movies this, um, this break, but I, I grew up watching like the G1 shows and then like the the G1 movie and then the 2007 Transformers live action movie. Yeah. I would say out of the, out of the live action movies, it's Uh 2000, it's the 2007 one, the first one, the third one for me and the fourth one that I really do love. Mm. But did you, what did you think of the Bumblebee spinoff? Oh yeah. Sorry. I heard a lot of people really like that. Yes. That that actually felt like that felt like a really good Transformers. I've seen some of the movie. clips, really? and it, they're really good. Yes. The transformations, yes. the voice acting, the models are way better because it's the same G one form, yep. modern mm-hmm. uh, twist on on how they transform and everything. 
but with G1 level yes. styles. If you see Shockwave and Shockwave, Starscream, you know who they are. Soundwave. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, these look so good. That first <laughs> I, that first 10 minutes of Bumblebees is the best Transformers movie wow. of all of the movies. Decepticons. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh my gosh. I can I can now, fanboy over now, it. I love now, Transformers. Joseph, if you were gonna like tell somebody like me who hasn't watched a lot of Transformers, yes. stuff, I've seen a couple things. But if you were to say, watch Transformers start, Prime, watch Transformers Prime, the TV show. That well, is. What, what do you think of the the Transformers movie from the eighties, the animated one? I do. I know a lot of people oh, yeah, yeah, love no, that. Movie. That is the first. That's so. That's the first movie. Actually, no, the two thousand seven movie was the first Transformers movie I watched, and then I watched that the, one. The, the, yeah, yeah. The I like I like the eighties uh, the eighties movies much better because. They killed off Optimus and Which like it really bold, yeah like bold move. they killed off so many of the like of the actual Good. like G one characters and I'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> I was watching I was like yo they killed off Wheeljack they killed off Optimus they killed so, off. so like oh. the, you know Hasbro's the company that you know yeah makes Transformers right and they make the they did it know. to make toys they made right, they did right, it to, right, make, to right. sell new toys yeah, yeah. So that's that's the whole joke is so that trans- they exist to sell toys right. yep. Oh. And so Transformers and G.I. Joe were kind of the bo- big franchise in yeah. the 80s that were created for that, right? Yeah. That Transformers movie traumatized so many children. Yep. That, that they didn't, when yep. They, with the G.I. Joe movie that they released a couple years, like a year later, it was in production. Mm-hmm. They had to completely rewrite it. Because they were going to kill off. they were going to um, kill off all the main G.I. Yeah. Joes, too. Yeah. And then you watch, if you watch that G.I. Joe movie... You see when they're about to kill him off. You see the, how the the edits that are made, like yeah. oh, he's gone into a coma now. Yep. I'm like, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead right there. Uh, ch- he's dead on that table. They literally boy. just changed the voice. You know, like yeah. So. I remember reading articles like, well, like kids wouldn't come out their rooms because mm-hmm. Optimus Prime died. Wow. Like it, like it, it was kids. Yeah, it was nuts. Hope, yeah, it, 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 literally if a symbol. Someone of hope. dies and you were like, I can't live anymore. Yeah. Hot Rod's stupid self getting in front of Megatron. Bro, I hate... Bro, Hot Rod killed Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime was about to kill Megatron, and Hot Rod jumped in front of him. It was like, oh, no, look at... I see you getting a gun, Megatron. And then Megatron took Hot Rod as a hostage and blew a hole into Optimus Prime. That's... Listen, ugh. Yeah. That's, that's why people That's why people hated Hot Rod becoming the new Prime, because they're like, they mm. killed... Op- he killed Optimus. I'm not gonna support this guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's like Star-Lord level behavior. Yes, it was... That's Star-Lord before Star-Lord, man. Dang. All right, there's three more. Three more I'm gonna do, and then we're okay. gonna call it a night. Oh, really? Um, Three more series. Is, so, good. Jason, this next one's for you. Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, Go okay, ahead, okay. Jason. So, Go ahead. You want to talk about... <laughs> I did about... Transformers for Joe, and I'm doing Pirates That's for That's right. You want to talk about CGI, motion, whatever Chef's called? Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Of CGI. No, no. What, what was the motion thing? Motion capture? Motion capture, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Davy Jones... Not even yeah. just visually, mm-hmm. but what a character. He wasn't, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Price. Yeah. <laughs> Every line he says, his voice, his mannerisms are super extreme. The way mm-hmm. he like jerks his head back and yep. forth. The tentacles flaring up. The thing is, you look at him and the anatomy makes sense. There's order to it. Mm-hmm. When they have all these details and something's really good, but they put order in it. Like the little valve of the octopus thing on the side of his face is kind of like his nose. Uh-huh. Uh, the tentacle on his hand is like his index finger. Yep. The the leg, the claw, everything just makes sense. 
everything wraps up so well. And the thing is, they put emotion and sorrow behind him. Yeah. Mm. But it's not necessarily one that you can say, okay, I understand this. But you go, oh, so there's a lot of pain behind this person. Mm-hmm. And you hear the bitterness. You see the logic of the business and how it plays out and how he completely abandoned his post. Yeah. And... It was just really good. The whole parts of the Caribbean thing, I didn't get to finish it before the podcast. I was halfway through the third one. I haven't seen the fifth one. World's End is one of my favorite one pirate movies. Mm-hmm. World's, World's End? End. That's the third one. Yeah. What is your I favorite so. one? Um, I would have to say Dead Man's Chest. Same. Mm-hmm. Dead yeah. Man's Chest is really, really yeah. good. It's a tragedy. Yes. It's yeah. not a, It's it doesn't end upward. They kill off the main character. They kill Jack, bro. That's... With the betrayal, Real, yeah, yeah, from 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 what is Elizabeth Swan? Like that was like. Will sees her kissing him. Yeah, I was and like, then he, so it's it does not end on any good note for yeah. anyone, yeah, except for the but evil Beckett. white men, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for, for Beckett, the and British the, white and right. yeah. So there's there's a there's a vengeance story and a redemption story in it that we yeah. don't want to root for that. We don't, that kind of comes under the cover and like, ah, okay, whatever, we throw it away. Yeah. And it comes up to sabotage the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we undercut Norrington, but he steals the heart. He goes to Becca under the eye of everybody. Davy Jones is mad. He doesn't win. Uh, they lose the pearl. Yeah. Will certainly don't win. Yeah. Uh, Captain Jack certainly doesn't win. But mm-hmm. at the end, you see the shift when he comes back. Mm-hmm. So he made a deal with the devil to raise the ship from the debt from right. from the debt yeah and at the end you know what he says it's just a ship mate yeah it's like what really buddy because mm. that's not how you've been treating this but he shifts in a right. huge way he's still kind of about to leave and she clamps yeah he down. was no he hike he was about to just dip and leave them to die from the mm-hmm. kraken and let me just say, the Kraken oh, is terrifying. Man. Yes. Like, the Kraken is absolutely terrifying. I remember him in theaters. Yes. Ooh, when, the, when the arm's yeah. coming. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the teeth, when he's just dropping, like, people yeah. in the water, I'm like, yo, that's a horrible way Ooh. to die. Getting eaten by any, sorry, side yeah. tangent. <laughs> getting eaten by anything is the worst way to go. Yes. Does yeah. not matter what it is. Getting eaten by anything is absolutely the worst way to go. Hence why Florida's a rough spot for me <laughs> anything out here can eat you just like australia just don't, don't go too close guys to australia is no joke if you you gotta look up oh yeah like i want a video no of, i want to go of all i want to go the I'm insane ready. things that can kill you in australia that are just everyday kangaroos like kangaroos do not mess with a kangaroo bro they throw hands yeah they can support their whole body weight on their tail and just go boom. Oh, yeah. Well, and the animals, the thing that's scary in Australia is that the animals there seem like they just don't care and they'll pick a fight with yeah. you. Yeah. Like, what, whether it's a bird or a qual- <laughs> like, I saw. Imagine that. just walking and animals like, yeah, that's the guy I want to beat up. Yeah. Squawk. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> Squawk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That terrifies me. Oh, um, dingoes. D- yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I found out. Like I, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dragon Ball, <laughs> Dragon Ball Bridge I, reference. I, <laughs> I found out that platypuses. Are, did you know are they're venomous? venomous. Yes, they're really? Venomous. Yes. The males. Those things could kill you. It develops more in mating season, but the males have venom in their hind legs and their claws. In their they could they could take claws, bro. I'm, <laughs> they lay they eggs as well. I know that, but they have claws. They lay eggs. They have venomous claws. I got it. They see. are the most insane. They're mammals somehow. 
Yeah. I feel like God made a platypus just to be like, just to confuse all of the evolution. <laughs> he said, yeah, you want to try to categorize yeah. this? <laughs> you want to talk about evolution? Your taxonomy how do you, how and your biology. Good luck. <laughs> Figure out where this goes. <laughs> Screw you. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Jason got something else on pirates, yeah, and then so we got two more. Interesting thought that I've seen. I haven't seen the fifth one, but I know a bit of the concept. And Death is a main character in. All of them. Mm-hmm. So there's the Curse of the Black Pearl, where it's literally right, the right. undying, the inability to feed the void caused by the curse. Yeah. They're saying, you know, they, they're, they're hungry, they're starving to death, but can't die. Um, nothing would satiate them. Greed, lust, yeah. wealth, um, hunger, nothing fills. And, but there's still an immortality. Then there's immortality in the second one and the third one. And Jack is like, Hmm, maybe I do want to live forever. Probably, because yeah. his, the main thing that he wants is freedom. He yeah. tells Elizabeth in the first movie, that's the ship. Isn't just rudder and it's sail. Freedom. That's what it uses. It's yeah. freedom. Yeah. Right. And what Jack wants more than anything is freedom. And it's cool that there's a compass that, literally goes off of what he wants most mm-hmm. yeah. and the times when he's confused morally, it just literally spins it's literally yeah. his moral compass does not know what to decide on yeah, yeah. it's literally his moral and compass. and he needed somebody else to show him where to go and yeah, like elizabeth mm-hmm. he's like yeah i'm gonna yeah. piggyback off what you want yeah. the most because it's gonna get me to what i think i want the most and he's kind of writing off of someone else's desires which was cool but even in the fourth one it's death again it's mm-hmm. the fountain of youth mm-hmm. but it's interesting how a lot of those times Jack has to give up his life and give yeah, up his mor- right. give up his what immortality he chance. Yeah. He gets into the curse and buys in, but mm-hmm. he throws it away to get his revenge against right. the man who mutinied him. Yeah, right. In the second movie, he comes back and literally dies. In the third movie, he could stab the heart in, become immortal, and sail the seas forever and do what he loves. But it to he will. gave yeah. it to Will to save his dying. Gave friends. him William right. Turner. He saved the woman whose name I don't remember. The Blackbeard's daughter in the fourth one, oh, mm-hmm. he could have drank it, but he saved her instead. The fifth yeah. one, um, words, words, blank. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the fifth one in a long time. I want to because ha- Javier Bardem's in it uh, from No Country for Old Men. Oh yeah, which one and is... he's good. Oh, that's where the where they're kind of like the little ghosts. They guys. look like they're underwater. The way yes, the hair the, and yeah. other things flow. It looks cool. It's not. They do CGI. It's really not. Well. I honestly, I do not like what they did with the trilogy after, like the next couple movies after the main trilogy. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like them. Four, four was. Okay, they definitely had moments that were very intense. I was like, oh, like the mermaids? Horrifying. Oh, yeah, uh, I won't lie. Yeah, the mermaids are just sick. Yeah, I like Blackbeard. He was cool. Yeah, um, no, you like Blackbeard because you, yeah. you want to get his beard like that. <laughs> grab, he grabbed his beard immediately. Yeah, it's, it's, starting to get, it's starting to get annoying. I don't know. It's going to be a commitment, but I really like the, the idea of of death and escaping death being yeah. the main topic, being free from yeah, death. Yeah, that's mm. good. So yeah, I got two more, and we'll wrap up. Um, next one I had is um, the Hunger Games series. Have oh, you guys seen any of those? Yes, yeah. I've like I've those. read the books and I've seen all the movies. <laughs> oh, I shook my head. Sorry, sorry, everybody. 
I'm, I'm not. I'm not in Divergent and Twilight and oh, all, honestly, oh. I wrap all. I wrap Don't all those Twilight. out. Maze no, Runner. No, I wrap all that no. up with Hunger Games. So, so Hunger no, Games is it's all, them. It, it's yeah, better. it's better. Yeah. Hunger Games is legit. That was actually the. the I first, saw like fan of that crap. So, yeah. that one's so okay, the, the I first, saw like two of them. But two of the Hunger Games. Yeah, I think I, I know. I saw the first one, and I may have seen the last. Uh, the bit of the like a little bit of the. Uh, so here's my opinion. Second one. All right. So the first. Yeah, I was gonna say first one is. Good. First the one's good. second one. Woo-hoo. Oh my god! So good. That is how you make a sequel. They okay. Kravitz, though. The way that you can't that. kill any Kravitz, but that. <laughs> they didn't have to do. But that. now I. So I read the books before <laughs> I saw the movies. Okay. The the second the second one is Super by far the best true. adaptation of the book, right? Like as an adaptation, yeah. it's good. But as a <laughs> film, oh my gosh. It is just dripping with vision and character. Like, mm. I am just like, because the first movie, a lot of people say, like, this is a battle royale ripoff. Um, and I say, okay, whatever. Go mm-hmm. watch the second one. Because yeah. that's when it becomes its own thing. Not whatever. And that's when you really one, see. And the, the first one has a lot of issues. But the second one. They really did. They bring it hard. Okay. And that ending. Yeah. That ending like, sends huh? goosebumps. Like I get chills every time. Let's do a spoiler warning because I don't mind getting spoiled about this movie. For those like Jason who want to like wait. Do you and see really want to be spoiled? Yeah, you can spoil me. I probably the, will the not. The second oh, no, because uh, that it's hurts. Because so, I'd we'd want him to see it's it. It's good. It's good. It's worth. It's worth it. Don't. Even, I will not lie to even, you or the audience. <laughs> I most likely will not watch this movie unless I am made to watch this movie. So, if you just watch the second one, I don't care what yeah. you think, what you do with the others because I do think we we, we will. Tori and I rewatched them recently. The dip of quality. From Catching Fire to Mockingjay yeah. was shocking. Like those one. last two movies feel like TV movies. Really? Like they feel like the budget got slashed. The uh, like I felt like Maybe holy they- and and the book <laughs> the book is not the third book is not as good as the first two books. No. So it does si- suffer from threequelitis. I call it you know <laughs> where the third is the worst, like but. Stretching the third out to two movies makes it even worse. Mm. And I actually think the last movie is the worst one because I, 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 besides the fact that I don't think it's very well made, mm-hmm. I think the, the story decisions defeat the whole purpose of what it's, you I'm know what, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'm still glad she got rid of the, the, the president. Yeah, I like she, that. She that's arrowed, the best. She arrowed, him, she arrowed her, yes, right? That's yeah. the best and he thing dies about that. The, the yes. The, I love that. I'm talking about when they killed oh. Prim. That defeats the oh. entire. That's oh. what the whole. The that whole point me. is saving. That the whole. Everything she's doing is to save Prim. Oh, Prim's so, the sister. Yeah. So oh. for Prim to get taken out, it's very nihilistic die? and. She, she gets. Uh, she up. she gets they Sorry, drop a bomb on yeah, right? like, they I'm drop like, a bomb dang. on her but and I like the idea that it's President Coin pretending that it's president because I actually think there's the, see the best thing about the Hunger Games for me is there's a lot of commentary of it that is perfect for the world we live yeah, in right yeah. now about the capital about how wars start see the reason why I like the third film um, 
The Mockingjay Part One is because it's 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 a movie about something you don't really see a lot of movies about. It's a movie about propaganda, mm-hmm. mm. and it's a movie about using prop like how propaganda is the weapon of war, mm-hmm. and more than the guns and the wep and the yeah. you know yes. like I've never yeah. really seen a, a lot of movies that tackle that subject. Yeah, that's but cool. the way they seduce Katniss into thinking that she's on the right side mm-hmm. and how they use propaganda to manipulate people in them. It's very well done, you know? Yeah, like, okay. I think it's a good... The, the commentary in that move, in those movies, but in terms of just the overall package, like, in terms of the characters, the performances, I mean, you got, like, in the second movie, you've got, like, Jeffrey Wright, um, who played, like, Gordon in the new Batman movie. Okay, you've okay. got Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay. You've got, like, a stacked... Cast. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you've got like um, Woody Harrelson and yeah. all those guys. It is well. a stacked yeah. cast, and everybody is bringing it in okay. that film. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the top of the franchise. Yeah. So even if you just only see that one, I don't care if you see okay. the others, but if you just see that one. Wait, uh, my favorite is after the one traumatic thing happens, and then she gets to the arena, and it's just like uh, the fact. I mean, I'll spoil this for Joe. Right before she goes to the set, the games. Spoiler warning for, for anyone that doesn't yeah. hasn't watched right it like me. Right before they go to it, they kill the only person in the capital who cares for her right in front of her eyes. Damn. Like, like, literally. Is it Woody Harrison? No, it's oh, Lenny. Okay. Kra- it's Lenny Kravitz's character. Oh, the the crazy hair. Oh, okay. I I did. Yeah. I do remember that. So they yeah. kill him. And then she gets up to the arena yeah. and has to like go yeah. with that trump like tacked on. Because it's because they show her. They show. At Cadmus, uh, them killing that girl, and then they immediately send her up, right? Well, if it's, I remember, a, it's if a guy, it's a guy. So, Lenny Kravitz. it's normally they shoot what? her up in the tube, but the tube doesn't go right away, yeah. And they're like, What's going on? And then the door opens, and they start beating them, and they wait a minute. That black guy and, that does her costume, yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. He's super, oh, that's nice and cool. that's a commentary in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Kill off the main black characters. Then we get well, that. Well, it's all about because catching fire is all about like the because like, I love the metaphor of spreading fire. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like the whole scene about like a spark is fine if it's contained. You know, and so it's this idea of containing the spark. But ironically, but ironically, what they're doing with everything they're doing, they think they're doing all these things um, to torture her. Because, I mean, like, the movie, like, there's a character in the movie that legit gets flogged. Mm. Like, they, the, they, oh, yeah. they're they constantly getting in her head. It's all, it's a movie about psychological torture mm-hmm. and trying to break a human being mm. in the hopes that this will break the human and the uh, revolution, the fire will die down. But, it, but the it, irony it, is it's adding fuel yeah. to the fire. Mm. The more, And that's their blind spot, right? That's what they're missing. And then the containment and, is broken yes. at the end of the movie. And then, and then mm. the, 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 the arena, I don't want to spoil it for Joe, but what the arena ends up being? The clock. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> the it's, clock. It's brilliant. It's, it's so brilliant. There's just so much good stuff that in that movie. And of course the ending is just... It gives you chills every time. I'm like, oh my. I, I knew the ending was coming. 
from reading the book, but it yeah. didn't change the impact at all. Yeah, yeah. It, I was just it. like, oh my gosh, you did not just do that. Is this the Visualize second one or the last the one? Second one. The second, second one. Okay. We should still see. Okay. Yeah. I listen. Right. You guys got I'm me gonna, for the second one. All right. But you guys have to make me watch. All right. <laughs> the final. The final one I want to do is, okay. and I say this one for last because I just watched Planet these. of the Apes. Planet of the yeah, Apes. Yeah, boy. Planet of the Apes, boy. So yeah. I have That's seen. All you guys so seen. I have really? seen. No. Really, Jason. Wait, you haven't seen that. You will None of them. Get out. Really? Bro. I don't want you, I don't I don't know want you to hear this, bro. Okay, I'm fine. I'm Are you sure? You want to hear this? I'll watch these with I you think guys. you yeah, I think you should I think you should definitely still watch them. Come come sit. Come yeah. Come sit. I just I don't want to be spoiled though. Then so get out. Good. Then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me know when you guys okay. are Wait, cuz Jacob, okay. you've well, seen hold it. Hold I've hold seen hold a handful of them. Okay. Okay. So let let's talk for a bit and if we get into spoilers, I'll let you know. Cool. All right. So you have to pee and I'm thirsty. So that works out for me. The first so rough business, guys. The only scene Planet of the Apes that I had seen is the original, and I love okay. the original. Okay, it is a it is a top tier filmmaking, like the concept. Yeah, um, which was created by the the guy who made the Twilight Zone, Rod mm-hmm. Serling. Yep. right. You so can even you can even feel that. Oh, yeah. it, feels, it, yeah. it feels like Ooh, the original yeah. Planet Zone. of the yeah. Apes. The original Planet of the Apes feels like a a, a, a movie length Twilight Zone yes. episode. That sounds like I should probably yes. watch that. Yeah, and it's, it's actually and, you pretty know, dope. Yeah. It's got great makeups, the sets, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. But the best thing about the original Planet of the Apes is the commentary mm-hmm. on humanity. Yeah. Because that's what the whole Planet of the Apes, there. it's a movie Real about hum- humanity. Yep. And what it means to be human and how to forfeit your humanity. Right? I love that each, I love that each trilogy as it goes along um, talks about that with each generation of the when the movies take place yes. in a sense cuz yes. like it still talks They're about fitting hum- for their generation yes cuz it still talks about humanity but it talks about the fall uh the failure of humanity him- right. humanity in those certain generations right so i recently rewatched the three new ones mm-hmm. um so rise of the planet of the apes yep. dawn of planet of the apes and, and then war, war. so yeah. the dawn and war are made by matt reeves the same guy who made, made the batman. the batman Oh, like yeah. same director. Yeah, same, I think same cinematographer. Yeah, I same, think so. Yeah. Uh, score. Michael Giacchino did mm-hmm. the scores, right? I trust him. So it's a lot of yes. And so you I should. was. <laughs> so the first. So the first. I'm really trying not to spoil these. The first rise I thought was good. Yes. Like I'm like this is a good first movie to start your trilogy. Yes. It's solid. The concept and the themes are there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what's a. Uh, Harry Osborne. James Franco. James yeah. Franco is the He's main the, character. So, yeah, well, Harry. It's interesting, Jason. It's interesting because each of the movies in the trilogy has a different cast of humans. Yes. Oh. So the apes are the same. But the cast. Um, yeah. But it's the humans that change each movie. That's kind of cool. It mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah. And and I mean, so the first one, and James Franco's the main human. The second one, Dawn, you in, I instantly from the opening, mm-hmm. which was traumatic yeah in light of covid yeah because the yeah. opening of dawn feels like i like that movie was made in 2014 and i'm like dear god they predicted covid so like really? everything it's everything people wearing face masks quarantine like, so the way oh the oh so the way, i wonder why everyone was bugging out it's because everyone saw, everyone saw dawn yeah. Yeah. the way that the, opening scene the way it spread <laughs> like the disease is spread that got rid of you or that was the process of getting rid of humanity because there's it, it that was, shouldn't be a spoiler that obviously yeah. humanity is in trouble yeah that's why there's a planet of the apes there, it, it um, was a virus and the way it showed it spreading it was like it's just, covid yeah it's, it's just just like literally COVID. it's like bro i like, know 
Like instantly <laughs> like, when, <laughs> when that scene starts, I'm like, oh, we're in a different type of movie than Rise. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're in a very different place. Yeah. And the main so the main human actor in Dawn is Gary Oldman. Um, oh yeah okay so he's the main and he's a great you know great character mm-hmm. very layered you know for the little screen. and then the old um old uh gordon from the yeah in the dark knight trilogy yeah i liked him yeah yeah he's yeah he that's gary oldman oh um, guts that but what was um, the head? i think it was mark Wahlberg. Right. No, 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 that's, no, that's no, 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 no. That is the old, that was the That's the one. Tim Burton um, remake yeah. of the original. I think it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's <laughs> oh, dang. No. Terrible. Hot take. Hot take. I, don't count it. Because um, of Marky Mark. It doesn't exist. Oh, Marky. <laughs> um, Marky Mark. But, okay, so Dawn, um, Dawn was even better for me than Rise. I love, um, Dawn is my favorite of all yeah. the of And all I think the it's the, the ideas of Dawn. Yes. Like Koba. Yes, like, bro. Koba. Oh my gosh. Never Koba. have I ever been like, bro, like this whole ape can tear down everything. Like the, the scene where, I'm not going to spoil it for Jason, but the scene with Koba and the two humans. Yes. That, yes. That yes. scene it's, changes everything in that movie. Ooh. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And then even- they did not just do well because Dawn feels like again, obviously it's apes, right? But it, but feels, it feels so, so human. human. Yes, it feels so human. Well, Le- so the the, the I, I'm gonna make a bold statement with these apes movies. Okay. Okay, I have the, Nick's the, list of what he liked best about that one. Perfect. Oh really? Okay. So <laughs> so with the apes, with the apes, I'm gonna make a bold statement here. This might be the best CGI I've ever seen. Hands down. No of Dawn? Oh no, in all three of the movies. Yes. Oh. Because so all the apes are real people motion captured. Like Andy Circus is Andy the main. Cir- so Andy Circus oh, so plays the Andy main Circus. Yeah. You so, just have to say his name and I And I think this is I'm gonna say it. Okay. This is Andy Circus's best performance in anything. Whoa, that's that's not a think. light statement. That is not a light statement. I, I mean, would I would have to say it's in the I would have to say it's in the top. I can't Maybe think of tied more. with Gollum in Return of the King, but this is his best. Wow. It's it's he he does a phenomenal because um, think about it. it like he has to act as an ape that's also becoming like human. human yeah do you know how hard that must be to <laughs> yeah. do with yeah. all the motion capture and everything but so Andy Sir, like Caesar that's his character's name okay. um, and then it shows oh, okay. the um, it shows the emotion of the apes too like the CG literally the CGI just enhances how you like these apes it are is expressed. the most realistic looking CGI I've ever seen yeah like. You sp- he starts becoming human. No, 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 no not no, no. literally. Like, like, not literally. But it's it's but the like apes as they evolve emotion, and they become yeah. conscious he, he and, and whatnot. Sentience. Yeah, the this, the this, idea of being a hu- of human yeah. humanity. Is this the one where the the dude he ends up taking the monkey home with him? Yeah, that's in Rise. That's Rise. That's Rise. Yep, yep, yep. That's Rise. That was good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So then I saw Dawn. Yeah. And that was like another level up. Yeah. Because literally Koba 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 goes through this journey where he's like, he wants to protect, but because he wants to protect his tribe, but because he has so much hate and and anger towards the humans. So, so I'm I'm sorry, Jason. I am going to mention this one thing. And it's that. No, I mean, it's just an overall thing for the trilogy. It's an Exodus parable. It's an Exodus oh. allegory. Mm. Um, now I want to see it. Because, you know, 
It's the, I mean, it's a multi-layered Exodus yeah. parable, but I mean, think about it. It's all about captives becoming free yeah. and then developing morality. Is Koba yeah. the Moses character? No. no. I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to tell you. Um, no. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely, <laughs> definitely I'll no, tell though. you definitely not. Yeah. But Don, I like, I like, I no, like how Don, I like how Don is all he's, about the apes he's more the coming up with a moral, <laughs> creating a moral code. Yeah. You know? And it's very much like they're in the wilderness, yeah. right? And you ape, know, ape no kill, ape. ape no kill, ape. Yeah, they have to come <laughs> up with them. But I gotta say, Joe, when I saw War, I didn't like War as much. See, I think is my least. War is my favorite. Really, War is top tier film. Okay, like it's it's a it's a it's the best. It's the best out of them all. It's the best. Um, so for me, so for me with War. Instantly, like, I think the cinematography was better. The music was better. Like, in terms of filmmaking as an experience, mm -hmm. I thought it was the best, like, on a technical level, yeah. right? CGI was at its best. Everything was at its best. But then I was like, okay, this movie, like, it starts off with that opening scene. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be a war movie. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to like this as much. Yeah. Because it's going to be very action heavy. And then they showed the POV shot of Caesar walking through the corpses. Yeah. And I said, this is not a war movie physically. This is going to be a war for his soul. Yeah. And that's what I like about yeah. it. Is it's a movie of will Caesar, mm -hmm. will he cave in? Yeah. Indeed. Will he forsake his morality will he like it, it's a movie fighting for the soul of caesar yeah and that was like that's interesting to me that's good it's not looking deep, at it like that i'm not character watch it. study and the colonel woody harrelson's yes, character again woody harrelson is the best human of any of those movies. i would say that yes he is out of the, the main scene, human cast he is, is. The scene, yeah i haven't seen it yet but if it's woody harrelson yeah. it's Probably. woody harrelson it's good. it's good and and so like well, and the idea that Woody Harrelson is a reflection of Caesar, mm -hmm. how they are one in the same coin, yeah. how they are both leaders that are revered by their people, yeah. trying everything they can to keep their race alive, willing, but whereas the colonel is willing to do everything, Caesar is not, mm -hmm. and that's his weakness but it's also his the strength, strength yeah. at the same time. There is a, there's a the scene, scene in the movie with- You know which one Mac. I'm talking about? It's, it's, it's a raid, but man, that's well, all I'm going to say about it. Okay. It's a raid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's and then, a raid. And then the Shout scene, out to Dre. And then the scene <laughs> where they take Caesar to the colonel yes. in his tent. That is the best scene in all three of those movies. Yeah. The scene where the last of humanity- and and these eight like it's no spoiler humanity is, is um, they're at the tell it's the telling of the of the series of course the humans are it's war it's war the but, planet of the eight but, bro but, come but, on but, but that but that conversation where the colonel I'm not gonna say what say it because I don't want to give it away for Jason but where the colonel talks about what he had to do to keep humanity alive yeah. And I was like, this is one of the best antagonists I've seen in a film in a long time. I completely, like, kind of like a Thanos. It's yep. wrong. But you get it. But I know why you had to do that. Yeah. Is it like Zod-like or no? No. Okay. It, it really is its own thing. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. But, and the fact that. I do love me some Zod, though. The I want to lie. Yeah. 
the fact that the whole dilemma is like mercy, mercy. If if we show mercy, we will go extinct. That concept Mm. is so interesting because that's what both sides are dealing with is they have this moral code but they have if they want to survive are they're they gonna forsake the moral code yeah you know and so yeah watch war with like that That exodus mindset in there because even like what happens with the mountain think oh yeah 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 and even the last scene in the movie is very yes yeah, yeah that's very true yep so um it's yeah, war for me, like I felt a lot you watching felt that movie. Mm. Like that I felt more than in the other even though I think Dawn has the best ideas probably yeah. that it wrestles with. Yeah. But war as a character study and mm. realizing that it's not about a physical war, it's about a war for of morality and yeah. your your soul. That was, you know, like and I had no idea like was Caesar what's going to happen. Yeah. Honestly, where, where think, is this going? I think that trilogy and is the best trilogy ever. It's one of the best. I agree. It's one of the best film trilogies I've ever yes. seen. Like, right up there with the star Wars trilogy and a couple others. It's, you, it's, it's, I, I may have to put it over the star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Like it, I understand. It. It's, it has it, Jason, it's that good. Really? I, yes. I might have to it's see it. That, it's that good. It's bro. that good. I do want to represent Nick since he's not here. Yeah. 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 What did Nick say? Yeah. With Don. favorite, things so he texted in the chat just watched on the planet of the apes and that is a movie yeah and it really is. asked him what's the three best things about oh, yeah. the movie <laughs> and you can tell me if if this is pretty accurate or not okay. but he said caesar Boba, uh-huh. machine guns yep. yes yep yes. <laughs> literally summarizing that it. summarizes the yeah, yeah. Bro. I, yeah. It's, it's, did he say anything about war at all though no okay because he said in the text chat that war was his favorite Oh, um, I didn't. I, I kind of wanted to know why if he saw what I saw with it, um, but uh, yeah, bro, yeah. I'm glad I saw those. Yeah, those are really, really great films. That the the things they they wrestle with mm-hmm. um, about humanity and what it means to be human, um, and the performances, and of course, I'm gonna say one more thing: you are Nova. Nova. Think about it. I am Nova. You are Nova. No, the statement, you are Nova. Maurice. I had to, because well, that's- in, in, From war. I would have The to, girl. I remember the am girl, I, but I would have to- Am I human or am I ape? Oh, oh yeah. That was yeah. like the most moving moment, I think, of the whole trilogy. Yeah. Because that, there is so much packed into those three Dang, words. I gotta rewatch war, because I remember not liking anything that had to do with the girl. And that side character. Well, so can I tell you something about the girl? Uh Uh-huh. So the girl, Nova, that's the girl in the original Planet of the Apes movie. Oh. The one that Charleston Heston's character rescues. Yeah. That's her. Oh. And you know Cornelius. And you know Cornelius. Cornelius is like his his, uh, His son. His son, right? Yeah. Cornelius is the ape who tries to save Charleston Heston in the original movie. Oh, wow. That's his son. Oh, this is just you know, this is a hitter, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Right? Okay, this is it just, comes full yeah. circle to to the original movie. Yeah. It's Cornelius it's and, like the, poetry, and, the, and the I forget the, the girl's name um in the original Planet of the Apes, but um it is like poetry. Um, um but yeah, so those characters are for the original, you know. Okay. Cornelius and Nova. Yeah. So that adds a lot of weight when I watch war too. Okay. Um 
Especially when you know where it all goes. Let me ask you this. Would yeah. you want would you want them to remake those original Planet of the Apes movies? No. Or they already tried. It was terrible. <laughs> the Tim Burton movie. It was awful. Fair. Or would you or do you want anything that has to do with these Planet of the Eight movies? Do you, what, would you well, want to see? Well, they are coming out with a fourth one, Kingdom of the Planet of the Eight. That's I know. So How that's, where, that's where I was leading. That's where I was leading to. I'm fine with it if they have someone like Matt Reeves do it, uh-huh. um, who really cares about it. Mm-hmm. Because I think what I, from what I understand with Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, they want to show. Um, how does the society develop? Yeah. I think that could be interesting. Yeah. Because basically one of the interesting things about the original Planet of the Apes movie is religion, is that they have built a religion that mimics humanity's religions, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to kind of see like that how happened. do they develop politics and religion yeah. and all that stuff? Because you've seen in this a trilogy, like they figured out morality and they yep. figured out like, you know, how how like the basics, the foundations of society and civilization. Yeah. But then what, how does that go? Because I like even the idea of kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. Because that implies politics, mm-hmm. religion, all the different things, the institutions of society, science, yep. right? How does all that develop with the scraps of the human race? Yeah. I actually want to see that movie. Okay. As long as it's made by someone like Matt Reeves, yeah. who genuinely he cares. Because I felt the love mm-hmm. that Matt Reeves has for this series. For these eight. I feel it when I watch it. Um, I need someone with that level yeah. of love yeah. and care. So. But we're gonna probably wrap it up here, guys. So it's been a couple hours. It's been a it's been a bit. Oh, it's been a couple hours. Oh yeah. guts. Yeah. Oh guts. So we're gonna wrap it up here. So um, I don't even know what to call this episode. Like why we love this, why we love film. I have no idea. Why we love um, what we love. Why we love what, why we, we, love. what we love. Ooh, that's good. That I might actually go with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, don't I, know. I like that. There's something that um, we need to talk about. But what did you get to talk about? Spitballing. All right now. Two minutes. Actually, one minute. Mega Mind, Kung Fu Panda Two. You gotta see it. Before you die, or else Kung Fu I'll Panda sure Two better than Kung Fu Panda One. It is. Or I wait. It is, it is, it is. <laughs> did, did anyone peep what he just said right now? <laughs> yeah. so, so Kung Fu Panda One, great. Kung Fu Panda Two, even better. It explores grief, uh, the hardening of oneself, like the, second and one the shell more. that people put around, mm-hmm. discovering trauma and overcoming it. I've still never or, seen Megamind though. God, Derek, you need, you need to, to sit to down. Yeah. I know. A lot of people tell me I would you like need it. to leave. <laughs> I, I came in fully expecting to hate and wanting to hate Megamind. Right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it. Wow. Couldn't do it. I came out just nothing but praise for this movie. Mm-hmm. Super original, super funny. Loved it. Loved it. Loved cool. it. Cool. I'm gonna check it out for sure. Definitely check out Megamind. Sure. That that is one of my top favorite animated movies. Or so- else. So I want to... You heard what Jason said he'll do if you don't watch it. (laughs) Man, we've got so much stuff we got to see. I don't know if you guys have time after this. (laughs) We got no work tomorrow, right? Nobody's got work tomorrow? No, but we have curfew. Oh, they got... I'm house leader. Let's see what I can... They got curfew. Listen, but he ain't... He didn't drive here, so... Oh, yeah. That's right. You're holding him hostage. Listen, you're... I'm holding him hostage. Y'all gonna say he's holding me hostage. That... So Actually, I can have him walk. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a short walk. All right, or take the bus. All right, so here's where I'll end it on. So this is our final episode for 2022. 
for, you know, for this year, you know, figuring out the podcast and just kind of how um, the best kind of way of doing these episodes, seeing what people really like and gravitate towards. I've got a fairly good idea now. So what I'm going to do next year, a uh, little preview for 2023. Um, so... Instead of having a super like regimented schedule of like first Tuesday of the month is going to be this type of second mm-hmm. Tuesday, third is this. I'm just going to kind of do whatever like as that. it comes. Right. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of ideas and a lot of guests and a lot of different things to discuss. I think we've done a lot of these overviews mm-hmm. um, to where the only type of overview I think that we could kind of tackle that's kind of left is like, I don't know. Like tackling like a specific, um, well, like genre type, yeah, like type of film. Like, why do we like western? I don't know westerns, or why do we like superhero films Mm, or sci-fi? Right, films, because yeah, because when I when I do my workshops and I actually talk about genres, because I ask people to describe their life story through a genre, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people look at the list of genres and they're like, I can't do this, and I said like, I don't see how these connect with me and i said would it help if i go through and explain Mm -hmm. what the genres actually mean Mm -hmm. and then when i actually because this is actually one of the big light bulb moments when i talk to people is they're like whoa i never knew like when i say like well western is just a story about one man going up against the odds of of society yeah yeah." and they're like oh that's a story i know yeah i said yeah um, horror movies is uh, basically confronting your fears mm-hmm. um, and getting murdered. Kung fu movies confronting <laughs> both the internal and external uh, monsters and demons yeah. of of life. Right? People are like, "Oh, that's what a horror," you know. And I go through all the main genres of film and I explain that that's what they are. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Oh, that's cool." So maybe tackling yeah, those like in detail could be fun. What I would really love to do more of as well is doing specific like kind of like what we did with like Planet of the Apes and different things where we tackle more like a trilogy or we tackle a smaller like like an individual film or a couple yeah. films it doesn't have to be tied to anything what about you even know? a character so yeah or, or yeah or like you know we all saw the Truman show recently so like yeah. talking about something like that and diving something in so doing a lot more of these like fun analyses of different things and just having people on to talk about Um, different things of how these stories connect with our lives. So that's probably what you're going to see a lot of moving forward in the new year. Um, And just kind of just whatever ideas um, come to mind, you know, with just different people. And I have some different guests who I'm kind of asking like, you know, what do you, what do you want to talk about? So um, yeah. So expect, you know, next year on when the all things there to podcast, lots of great new episodes are going to be coming out. It's going to be fun. Um, definitely want to keep having you know great people like you guys keep having you guys because it's fun to just come over and hang out and talk about these things we yeah, do yeah. this anyways yeah true. might as well record it you know yeah, okay. so any final thoughts for the new year anything you guys want to sign off with uh, before I, we I wrap do. I okay do. Uh, joe's so, got something so i got two things actually uh, so speaking of plug. speaking of speaking of episodes yes um, here we go here we go i plan on j- releasing my new episodes for my stop motions on my youtube joe lee stark 25 hopefully at the beginning of december so hopefully you'll be seeing our savior's episode i think we're at six now uh civil war yeah by so, the time this episode drops it yes should be out. yes um and then also not a plug but an announcement do it yeah boys oh. engage yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right 
Um, so, you know. It's, God help her. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, he knows. Um, and she knows. So, yeah, um, great things. Great things to happen in the beginning of next month and amazing things happening next year. It's going to be a good yeah. year for you. Yeah. Good year. Hashtag it. Anything you want you know, to say? You know, it's not the year. It's not going to be like the year in days of future past that future. Oh, man. Because that is 2023, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, when everyone's no. dead. When everyone's dead. <laughs> well, we don't know, man. Listen. <laughs> I know, right? The way the world's going. Yeah, man. Uh, Senate program. Safe. Protocol announced. Mutant. Mutants. Jason. Um, Jacob, any any final thoughts? Absolutely. But uh, do you want to go? You can go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so, yeah. No, this was cool. I appreciate you guys putting me on. Uh, this was pretty dope. I didn't expect to have that much to actually talk about or add to the conversation. That's what everybody so, yeah. says, right? Yeah. Dave's over here like, oh, I'm not going to say much. Yeah. Well. I, I honestly wasn't sure, but then you guys kind of brought up some things that I apparently had some sort of feelings about. So I was like, <laughs> all right, I guess I'm on. <laughs> so like, that was cool. I appreciate I love that. It. Thanks for the invite and everything. Yeah, well, like, you're welcome. This is clearly very random. Like I just showed up and then here I am. So I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Um, shameless plug though. I'm also a, a hip hop artist. My name yeah. is Yo, cool. Do the plugs. Do yeah, the yeah. plugs. Go ahead. It's uh, not Jake, N O T space J A K E or N A U G H T J A K E. Depends on where you look. It's, it was a problem with trying to get the thing. Just don't worry about it. Just listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, have at it. Go for it. Awesome. It. Appreciate it. Uh, I have no plugs. And I have a follow, plug for Jason. So don't follow me. What? You um, have no plugs. Find Jason on social media At and ask him for um, a recipe of <laughs> some sort. Because Jason makes lots of good stuff. Dude made some crazy good stuff the other day. Just want to like gloat about your cooking was for it? a second. That It was like that... Uh, it, what kind of uh, noodle was that? It had like... Uh, oh yeah, Jason and Italian uh, food. The gnocchi? I think so. Oh, that stuff is with the crazy mushroom good. cream sauce. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, look at him. Look how he's talking. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't have oh, plugs. I don't have plugs. I don't have a plug. I have a. I have a private Instagram account that I delete on occasion or uninstall the app. I have not. Don't follow me. <laughs> don't do what I just told you. Follow him, please, and and message him all the time, please. He would love that. Yeah. No. Um. Make I mean, I feel bad. I don't. I don't want to. I have nothing but. Uh, I don't know. If you ever want to plug my thing, you can. If people want recipes, I really just find stuff online and then I ha make it halfway or to the point where I understand it, and then I go, oh, mm, I'm gonna change it this way. Or I added, okay, you know what? I will leave you guys with my secret ingredient, Chemical X. Just know that if you ever eat some of my cooking, there's a chance that I will sneak cinnamon into it and not tell you about it. Just for the fun <laughs> of saying that I put cinnamon in your food. It is that. good, though. Whatever you do, it works. Yeah. So, like, keep, keep at it. So, yeah. Yep. I just want to say, though, I really enjoy finding um, just... The love, the the stories, and what they mean, and how they mm. affect mm. us in mm -hmm. these podcasts, and really exploring why I love things and why other people love them. It, there's so many things that I would never even think of that people think of, and it mm. just blows me away every time. Like, oh, I never. So that's the way you think, huh? That's that's interesting. <laughs> I never would have thought thought of that or put a value on that. So 
I really like how everybody's individual uh, humanity and, and uh, personality is reflected in the stories that they love and yeah. getting to hear that every time we go on the podcast. Yeah. And thank you, Derek, for bringing mm-hmm. us on to this. Yeah, thank um, you. I thank know you that- for driving out. To <laughs> yeah. Listen, when you, you, you started this, this is your baby. And, you know, I, we appreciate being on this journey, this year journey now with you. Yeah. So it's no, it means a lot having you guys um, just getting to talk with you guys just, you know about these things because we're all passionate yeah and just get i think everyone's passionate about story to be honest even if you don't know it yeah you know but we just, all have one but you guys yeah. are exactly but you guys are really passionate you know <laughs> um like you know we can have these two-hour conversations about all kinds of things so yeah. thank you guys for being on i appreciate the love um i'm happy to do it um this is the part of the business that doesn't make money so <laughs> if you do want to um help support my well-being visit allthingsnarrative.com Get a free consultation, and I would love to work with you on any level between coaching programs, workshops, classes, and the like. Stuff for adults and youth. So thank you so much for everything, and we will be back in the new year. And until then, how are we going to end it? Um, dang, put it on the spot. <laughs> uh, remember, mutant and proud to the uprising. Death to all muties. <laughs> <laughs> Going out on the next one. Wish list by not Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Bet. All right, everybody. Remember to like and subscribe and enjoy the rest of your evening.